The Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan Podcast by night, all day. Hell yeah, what's up, Joe? Good to see you, brother. Glad to be back. Can I plug my dates real yeah. quick before I forget? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in uh Denver at Comedy Works on July thirteenth through the fifteenth and uh Levity Live in West Nyack, New York on July twentieth through the twenty second. Get those tickets on B uh BrianSimpsonComedy.com. Nice. Listen to the podcast, BS with Brian Simpson. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. You enjoy doing it? I love it, man. I love it. I feel like you you need something outside of comedy. Like when you start doing it for money, mm-hmm. you know, you have to do something else so you don't so you're not just doing comedy, you know? Yeah. It also helps your brain just because you're talking about stuff and thinking about stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the subjects. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm getting better at it, too. Just just having to find your own energy every yeah. week or whatever. I, li- I, li- I just like having something to do. Yeah. yeah. No, it's great. It's fun. It's a, I think the best tool for comics is the one-person podcast, which you do, too. It's like where one person gets to rant about things. Oh, like you have yeah. guests on, but sometimes you just rant about things. Right, yeah. I think that is like where, where Burr comes up with a lot of his material. That's where Tim Dillon comes up with a lot of his material. Oh, yeah. It's I, like it's extra superpower. Get a lot of mine from regret. Like I'll say something, because what I do is I have my, my producer finds these articles, and I don't re- I've never read them. Oh. And he just and he gives me the gist of it, and I just react. And sometimes I'm like, "Oh, why did you say that?" You know. Right. When I heard about the submarine people, I was the first thing I said was, "What kind of stupid?" You know. Yeah. But I forget. Like I do. I st- I got empathy for the people still. I you do. Know, too. They're dumb yeah. as fuck, but being trapped in a box is that's one of the worst ways to go. And they they haven't found them yet, but they're hearing banging now. Yeah. And, the, and what and, does that mean? I mean, how, they have thirty hours, less than thirty hours now. Just to before they run out of air. Yeah, I think they're dead. I think they're already gone. Well, if they're if there's banging, if someone's yeah, this, banging, as of Tuesday afternoon, they had forty to forty-one hours. That was twenty-four hours ago now. Oh so, Jesus Christ! As of recording, so they got like twenty hours. Yeah, like everybody that's still alive is 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 really sleepy right now. Jesus Christ! Five or six a.m. Thursday, Eastern Standard Time is oh when they run out of breathable air tomorrow morning. Oh my God! Oh my God! Well, that's if that's if they're all still alive. True. Right. Right. I think somebody on there might have made a heroic sacrifice or something. What does that do for anybody? It, it leaves the air for one person to breathe. Do you think someone killed someone so they have more air? I think somebody might have killed themselves so everybody else had more air. How are you going to kill yourself in front of any everybody on a little tiny submarine oh, smaller than damn. this room? Just have somebody choke you out. <laughs> You know how much energy it would take to choke someone out? Yeah, because remember one— You'd rather just sit still. One of them down there with their son. Can you imagine being on there with your child? You're like, baby, look, daddy showed you how to do— I showed you how to do the rear naked. Oh, my God. Finish me off. Live for the rest of us. Oh, my God. I don't think that anybody's going to do that. I think they're just going to assume they're all going to die together. Yeah? Yeah. If they die together. I mean, I don't know— I have no idea, like, what— Ability they have to pull that thing up. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine what's on the cell phones? Like not like these oh. hours now. Like they still had hope yesterday, probably. Oh my god. But like right now, can you imagine? Oh my god. Or being the guy that forgot your charger. Well, the crazy thing is, Jamie pointed this out yesterday, and it's um, there's lawsuits apparently 
Did you point it out? Were you the one who told No, you didn't tell me. Someone told me in the green room. I did. It was you? About the the, the window? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, the guy. So tell people. Yeah, the, the some someone yesterday, on, I read that they uh, there was a lawsuit in 2018, a whistleblower was trying to report that the the uh, the window the, the glass wasn't 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 rated for that depth. Yeah, and he and they fired him apparently. I'll send it to you, Jamie. Yeah, yeah you, you sent it to me on Twitter. Oh, you found it. Okay, OceanGate was warned of potential for catastrophic problems with Titanic mission. Titan, Titanic mission. Do, 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 do. Uh, January two thousand eighteen. The company's engineering team was about to hand over the craft, named Titan, to the crew would be responsible for ensuring the safety of its future passengers, but the experts inside and outside the company were beginning to sound alarms. Oceangate's director of marine operations, David Lockridge, started working on a report around the time, according to court documents, ultimately producing a scathing document to which he said the craft needed more testing and stressed the potential dangers of the passengers of the Titan as the submersible reached extreme depths. Two months later, OceanGate faced similar dire calls from more than three dozen people, mm -hmm. industry leaders, deep-sea explorers, and oceanographers, who warned in a letter to its chief executive, Stockton Rush, that the company's experimental approach and its decision to forego a traditional assessment could lead to potentially catastrophic problems with the Titan Titanic mission. So apparently they've done this a hundred times? Yeah, that's not enough. Yeah, they've done it a hundred times. Imagine being number ninety nine, and you hear about this. Yeah, you know, I just and I read too this morning. Some reporter was on one. He was on the boat last year, and it got lost for like five hours. The, the submersible, oh. and he didn't say anything. Oh my god! Says Mr. Lockridge reported learning that the viewport let, that lets the passengers see outside the craft was only certified to work at depths of up to one thousand three hundred meters. That is far less than would be necessary for trips to the Titanic, which is nearly 4,000 meters below the ocean surface. The paying passengers would not be aware and would not be informed of this experimental design. Lawyers for Mr. Lockridge wrote in court firings, filings, the meeting led Ocean Gate to fire Mr. Lockridge. Wow. According to court documents filed by both sides, Ocean Gate has said in court records that he was not an engineer that he refused to accept information for the company's engineering team and that the acoustic monitoring of the hull strength was better than the kind of testing that Mr. Lockridge felt necessary. The company said in its lawsuit that it appeared Mr. Lockridge was trying to be fired. Mr. Lockridge responded by alleging wrongful termination, legal battle ended in a settlement later in 2018. So it seems like it was him, but two dozen other people? The separate warning came from, experts. yeah, received the same year from 38 experts in the submersible craft industry. All of them were members of the Manned Underwater Vehicles Committee of the Marine Technology Society, a 60-year-old industry group that promotes studies and teaches the public about ocean technology. The experts wrote in their letter to Mr. Rush that they had unanimous concern about the way the Titan was developed and about the planned missions to the Titanic wreckage. Uh -huh. Oh, look at this shit. The letter said that Ocean Gate's marketing of the Titan had been at minimum misleading because it claimed that the submersible would meet or exceed the safety standards of a risk assessment company known as DNV, even though the company had no plans to have the craft formally certified by the agency. Oh, God. People are <sighs> gross. Money. It's always money. It's always money. Man. It's always money. <laughs> it's money and hubris. Man, it's weird because for some people, there's no such thing as enough money. Yeah, and I don't I don't understand it. 
I don't like, understand it either. If, like if I if I go the rest of my life making the money I'm making right now, I'll be great. Yeah. Yeah, I got enough money. Look, it's like I, right. I I got enough money where I would not. I don't make decisions based on that. Like, you know what Brian Callen told me once? It's a great quote. He said, once you have enough money to go to a restaurant and not worry about what food costs, he goes, everything else is bullshit. Right. Yeah, yeah just about just that. just go, go to dinner and not think about it, not worry. Yeah. What was that old saying? It was like $70,000. Once you pass $70,000, more money doesn't make you happy. I mean, right. that was years ago. It's probably like eighty five now. Right. But it was like, once you pass that, once you're up around there where yeah. you can just buy you know, a yeah. good meal and not think about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I, I don't make, Decisions where that's the number one factor, where it's right. like, oh, well, you could make, you could make ten thousand dollars and 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 do do a good job, or you could make a hundred thousand dollars and betray your two closest friends. It's like I yeah. think I'll just take the ten. <laughs> yeah, I don't need ninety thousand. You know what I mean? But they don't think about the guilt that would come along oh. with the betrayal. It's like or, imagine bringing your son down there. Imagine the arrogance. Oh, well, that guy, I think the guy with his son, is that the same guy that flew in Jeff Bezos's rocket ship? I'm not sure. This dude's I, a yeah, risk taker. I think that's the guy that owns the whole. Oh, God. I think he owns the ship, not the submersible, not the submersible oh. company. But. Dude, that is so terrifying. But didn't James Cameron do that? Yeah, James Cameron went down there before he filmed Titanic. Yeah. But I don't think I he. I think he went solo. But he didn't take all. But he was in control of the craft. I don't think yeah. somebody was controlling it from somewhere else. See, we have footage of that. James Cameron's a wild motherfucker. Yeah, he's a wild dude. I mean, just to to be him and decide to do that because you're filming the Titanic. Oh no, I think that was he was filming Avatar, right? This, he no. was filming a documentary on the Titanic. On yeah, on like <clears throat> how, what it's like to even do Deep Sea Challenge is what it was called. Three D trailer. Yeah, mm. this is wild. And they went, I think they went to the bottom of the ocean. Which is How even far is that? There's another video I was pulling up. Have you seen that, like, the, it's an animation of how deep the ocean gets? And it just yeah. shows you how, compared to a bunch of stuff on land, how, and then, like, how far the minimum depths are, and then the maximum depths. So he went to the maximum, like, Mariana Trench. It's, it's oh more than God. twice as far down as the Titanic is. Oh, my God. And now, don't they think there's a deeper plot, a deeper yeah, spot? Yeah, I think they there? found some other spots they think are deeper. Challenger Deep? Why am I thinking about that? They might have done this live, I think, too. I don't. Oh, my God. No, Challenger Deep is an area in the Mariana Trench. I mean, but I just imagine just relying on all that equipment to continue to work properly. But it also looks like they, maybe not, whereas this current submarine didn't have any sort of tethering to it. His did? He might have, but I don't know, actually. I'm trying yeah, but to you, know, you, know what's for, you know what's You know what's wild to me, though, is... Maybe not. You know how the you know how one of the conspiracy about the moon landing is that they really got um Stanley Kubrick Stanley Kubrick to film it. It's like yeah. we have a we have a fucking director here claiming that he went to the bottom <laughs> of the ocean and no one suspects that he made it all up. Yeah, right. Yeah, how we know he fucking really went down there? Right. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> how many people were there? Right. He, was the witnesses? All we got is footage of him inside that thing moving yeah, around. Yeah, and that's from the nineties. He probably it was probably cheaper to fake it. No, that's new. That's pretty new. I think Is it's it? like 2010 yeah, or 11. 10 years old. Oh, so he didn't do that for the Titanic? No. No, oh, no. Okay. I think he did it for Avatar. Because, you know, Avatar 2, a lot of it is water. Yeah. Apparently, it's like one of the most expensive movies to film ever. It was a great movie. They just pushed Fuck the, yeah, it was great. The, the, the next three got pushed back. The last one's coming out now in 2031. Jesus and Christ. The, the main girl is like, I'll be like 50. when I, st- I shot this the first wow. one at like, I was 20-something. Yeah, but you, all you're doing is making faces. 
Da! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll be all right. But if you get like in a role like that, where you have to come back again and again and again, like it's a little bit of a velvet prison for a lot of those guys. Yeah, and I imagine they want they want to do other stuff. Yeah, but it's also you want that security. Well, I think that's why they is that why they killed off Batman. I mean uh, Iron Man in the Avengers was Robert Downey Jr. Like enough already. No, uh, they have a giant. Giant, giant story plan that's going on. That's way bigger. It's uh, they're on phase five now, or something wild with that. They're allowed to do weird shit now because of the multiverse. They yeah. can just go back in time well, they, and reset things. That happened in DC. Brought in the multiverse too. That's they've why earned. Michael they've came earned back. so much uh, leeway from the fans. Yeah, it, a Marvel movie just has to be better than okay, and people are like, Damn. right, yeah. Yeah, because those, because those, the end, the because we know at the end what's gonna happen. Because the, the people in like the, the in the comics, they go hard, way harder than they do in the. Oh like, yeah. Like if HBO had bought the rights to Marvel, right. it would be would there be some dark shit. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the comics, so you watch? Do you watch? Did you watch any of the movies? The Marvel movies? Yeah, I've watched a few of them. So, so in most the, of them, in the in the movies, Thanos's motivation is he wants balance in the universe. So he wants to find an infinity stone so he can snap away half the people so it's more resources for the people left. Right. That's a stupid fucking reason. Uh, In the comics, what happened is from 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 a little kid, Thanos was like, he was a freak, like a mutant. He looked like that. And people treated him like shit. And his only friend was Mistress Death. She would visit him. Like, death was her realm. Like, that was really, she was in charge of all dead shit. Oh, wow. And something happened and she fucking hates him. Like, he's banned from her realm. Right, he's in love with her. She, he's banned from her. That's why he can't die. Oh my god! And he's trying to impress her by sending her more souls. So he wants to send <gasps> gauntlet so he can snap her, snap it away. So the the, oh whole, the movie god. ends. The movie would have ended in a completely different way. He he ended up having like he created a platform for her and a throne so she could watch when he snapped away the rest of the universe. And all of the fucking Avengers and everybody showed up to fight this motherfucker. It was an epic battle and and. When it happened to his daughter, you know the robot chick yes. that betrayed him. Yeah, he he. Her punishment was like she, she was just stuck standing still. I forget it. He did something horrible to her, but she was just stuck like a slave standing still. And all every superhero in the universe is fighting this just Thanos, trying to get that gauntlet off before he before he snaps. You know, oh. and the the robot bitch who he who he the last person he saw coming. She like. Use her last bit of willpower and snapped out of it for a second and snatched the glove off. Uh, the comic, the the comic books went hard, man. I wonder why they took that plot line away because that's a great plot line. He's in yeah. love with death, bro. This is this dude on um on YouTube called Comics Explained. Mm. He he he's the biggest like this like I didn't read any of that. He does these videos where he just walks you through the whole story. You know, some of them four, five, six hours long. He goes through the whole issues and tells you the whole shit, so you don't have to. And I was like, I watch this motherfucker all the time. He walked me through that whole shit. I was like, oh, this was way better than the movies. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, but I think it would have just taken them longer because they you they got to make they have to make the movies for people that don't read the comics, right? So they can't always do everything that's in there. But that sounds better though. That's it's way better. Dude. How much they have in the? It's, we're halfway through four now, I think, on here. Of everything they've made, in and then order, they have the all the stuff that's coming out. There's a bunch of stuff on the way too. Yeah, there's two new Giant Avengers <sighs> War movies coming. Nah, we're more, no, we in Phase Five now. We p- yeah, yeah, yeah. We're here. We're like, isn't that crazy though? Here-ish. Oh, Blade. There's a Blade coming out later this year. 
Dare, Daredevil. I've seen X Men. Yeah, there's X Men supposedly supposed to be coming out at some point. They're bringing them back into the fold. Wow. Oh, Captain America: New World Order. They just got the rights to Hulk back, so I'm expecting another Hulk movie to get announced. But Mark Ruffalo is not going to be the Hulk again, right? I don't know. I think there's going to be a new Hulk. Depends if they. Uh, I think knows? Mark Ruffalo is busy being a political <laughs> activist or something. They could take the really? rights to his face and put somebody else in there. Oh and, uh, you know, God! We deep faked Hulk. He's out there like Hulk recycle. <laughs> 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 they can kind of do anything with CGI now. Yeah. Bruce Willis gave up all the rights. He sold all the rights to his voice because you know he has. I think it's called aphasia. Mm-hmm. He's got a serious neurological condition. Something's really wrong with him, and so he gave up the rights. To AI using deep fakes of him for ads and for a bunch of other things. He sold that. Wow, for how much? I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, that's worth it if you can't talk no more. Well, if you know that it's over and you're never going to work again. Yeah, way to get, the, get you, the bag. You're just trying to stay alive. I mean, yeah. he's just trying to stay alive. He, it's bad. Uh, there was a video of him with his family. I think they were celebrating a birthday. And he was just, you could see him struggling. It's, it's so sad. Just for clarity, I just looked up an article. Uh, there's a report that he actually did not sell his rights. Oh. But they did. It's a, very confusing. It says, actor denies selling rights to AI company for digital twin. But there was also articles that said he did it. Right. No, yeah, it's 100%. I'm looking up. It says that he did it, but there's one that's counter to that that says he did not. And then, hmm. like, the quote is something like, he can't. The wording about rights is wrong. Bruce couldn't sell anyone rights. They are his by default. Anyone, any rights, they're his by default. The well, deepfake companies use artificial intelligence to create realistic simulations of famous figures. A deepfake of Willis appeared in an advert for Russian telecoms company last year. In August 2021, Megafon launched an ad campaign with Bruce Willis and requested us to create a digital twin of the star. Upon the request, our engineers processed a data set composed of 34,000 images of Bruce Willis and made his digital twin for this series of Megafon ads. Oh, Interesting. Says James Earl Jones did something similar. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. it makes sense. If you're, especially if you're an old dude and you're done, you don't want to act yeah. anymore. Just and, sell your rights. And I mean, James Earl Jones gonna be making that Star Wars money till he die. Right. Yeah. yeah. And way after, they can just keep using his voice. Just for his voice. Isn't that wild? Man, I'm I'm trying to get that bad. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah. You, you you the money you make when you don't have to do anything is. You know, that's freedom right there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just passive income. Just keeps yeah. floating in for you. I was just I was just talking with somebody else about this. It's like, I I think there's people that that dream of being rich, but what they really what they really want the fantasy is really that they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Right. They want they really dreaming of freedom. Yeah. But because we you know because we are in a capitalist society, freedom is being rich. It, right? They dream of stuff too, though. They dream of stuff. Oh, what do you mean? Stuff. Like, if you don't have stuff, you want stuff. Oh, right. Well, that's what I mean. Being able to buy what you want to buy, being able to do what you want to do. But then there's, like, the Bezoses of the world, where it's like, for them, it's about dominating. It's Mm. not about the amount of money. But he seems to have, like, he resigned from the company, right? He's not the CEO anymore. Yeah. And I think he's just balling. That's what I think he's doing. He's just banging that super hot girlfriend of his and <laughs> oh, traveling yeah. around the world in the biggest yacht of ever that no one's ever built. He's doing all that anti-aging shit. Yeah, you know he's that, going you know, ham. Who's that one billionaire that I was telling you about? He like he oh, takes yeah. blood transfusions from yes. his son. That guy's weird. Man, but he does look younger. He looks great. 
But I mean, um, you probably could look that. There's guys that look that good that are his age that just work out all the time. Well, well that's what I don't know because he's doing so many things that yeah. I don't. I, I don't know what thing. What is he going overboard with? Like he takes like forty vitamins in the yeah. morning and forty more in the afternoon. Mm. He always he always sleeps at the same exact time no matter what. <sighs> that seems tedious. I know. It's like I'd rather just die sooner. You know, like I was telling you, I had a headache last night because you know all the shit that's going on at the club. Nonsense. There's nothing bad, but so uh, then I had a hard time going to sleep, and then I got up in the morning. And I was foggy as shit. Got in the cold plunge. Like I know I'm not at optimum today. Yeah, I know it. But you know that's life. That's yeah. life. That is life. Suck it up, bitch. <laughs> like is that him and his son? So he looks to me like a normal, fit forty-year-old guy. Nah, show but show a picture of him from like five years ago. What did he look bad? It, he just he looks didn't, better. He he looks worse. Yeah, uh, he looks better now. Well, maybe back then he was working too. Oh, see, that's him right there. See what the uh, is he working still? Yeah, go go back. Oh, that's him. Right, that's him right there. Oh, well, also it looks like he lost weight. He got fitter. Yeah, he went goth. Which makes you healthier. He looks like more like a superhero than goth. Like, what is that strap on his shoulder? What is he doing? Is that a bulletproof vest? Is that guy a superhero? Man, what is that? What is that outfit? Imagine wearing that outfit. If you showed up at the the mothership with that outfit, <laughs> everybody be like, Brian Simpson, what the fuck are you smoking? Yeah, Tony, the, Tony might rock that. Tony would rock that cowboy, with a big belt hat. buckle. Yeah. No, but I but I bet you, I bet you, it's probably something that like lets a certain frequency of light to his nipples that keep helps him retain vitamin D. Or some right, shit. right. What is yeah. that stupid shirt, man? That shirt's ridiculous. Yeah, he's got them zero shoes on. Yeah, yeah. It's always oh, doing all the face stuff too. See, that's another thing that they can do. They do this face thing. Oh Jesus, what happened to his face? I think he's just got cold. Oh, that's a different guy. Uh, no, he said I tried. Oh, tried it. Okay, yeah. yeah, but what is he doing right there? It says forty-five year old CEO to the right of that. Yeah. So, what's he doing? Okay, so the way there's. Yeah, there's a thing that they do where they like put these like micro needles all over your face and then they rub stem cells in your face. I know a few people that have had that but, done. But now imagine the son doing this from 18. You know? <sighs> yeah. That, that now that might be a whole different thing. Yeah, so he eats 2000 calories a day, but he's vegan. Yeah, that's not good. That's a that's lot interesting. of vegetables. But that's interesting that he would choose that route, the the vegan route vegan? for longevity. Cuz there's yeah. a, a lot of you know, nutritional pitfalls in that. Can you not make up for those? You can. Because like you said, he takes like 50, Yeah, it's possible. Vitamins. It's possible to do. But the most nutrient-dense foods are red meat. That's the most nutrient-dense foods. There's just a lot of weird propaganda. He that, might switch it up. Well, who knows? I mean, he doesn't look that good there, though. So that, that thing again? But it's like for a lot of people on vegan diets, it's hard to put mass on. I mean, he looks okay. But he looks like a normal 45-year-old guy that's fit. And I think that's his dad, too. See, see that picture right there in the middle? Oh. H- him, his, him, his son, and his dad all did the transfusion thing. I'm not sure I like that picture. <laughs> him in the middle. Looking, like, why were you looking at me like that? Imagine if you go over to someone's house, and the son <laughs> and the dad and the, the little kid, they're all posed like this. Like, come on. What? What are you doing? It's if like I a, went over your house it's like a Calvin and Klein you were ad. there with uh, you know, two other dudes, <laughs> like that, I'd be like, hey, man, I'm going to leave. We were embracing? 
Yeah, I mean, I want you guys to be happy. The one on the but... right's not as bad as the one on the no, right. No, the one on the right is normal. Like, Joe, this is how we, like, hey, this is how we stay younger, Joe. We, it's cuddle, cuddle puddles. It looks like his dad's not listening. Intergenerational cuddle puddles. <laughs> that, 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 that bell buckle is fucking straining. <laughs> yeah, well, he's definitely, hold, he's definitely holding it in his stomach. Yeah, mean, yeah, on top of that, like, that guy's not listening. Isn't it funny? Like, the son is on this crazy health kick. The dad looks like he's eating meatball subs. And oh, yeah. Well, I think he I think he was estranged night. from the dad and the son until, like, recently. Oh. And they got back together for the transfusion. Oh, man, that is so hard for people. I've met, met people that, like, their, their kid won't talk to them. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's wild. What happened? And then I meet the opposite. Like last night at the club, it was two. There were two people that uh, where it's like it was just a dad out with his with his son. Well, one was out with his son, and one was out with his daughter. Yeah, I was like, that's awesome. If Beautiful. You, if you're 50 and your 25 year old daughter wants to still hang yes. out with you, you did pretty good. Yes. You know? No, it's beautiful. Hanging out with your kids is awesome. I don't understand. I mean, I you know, all sorts of circumstances. Divorce. Parents turn one kid against the other parent. Oh, yeah. That's horrible. I've seen that shit happen. That's that's like you, when you date manipulative, vindictive people, and they do oh. it to other people, and you don't think they're ever going to do it to you. Guess what? Yeah. Guess what? You're going to be other people if they don't like you anymore. But you know what though? I um. While I'm... sleeping, Johnson is hooked up to a machine that counts the number of nighttime erections. <laughs> oh wow. This guy's going too hard with data. He also takes daily measurements of his weight, body mass index, body fat, blood glucose levels, and heart rate variations. I mean, okay. Maybe he has a lucky number. He wakes up. 13, yes. 13 boners. How many boners do you think you get in a night? I don't know. What's a, what's a good number? I didn't know you got them at night. Like, I get them every now and then. I go to pee and I got to like do the lean. But what, why do you need to measure? Is there a, no, a normal amount? Right. Yeah, oh, man. I don't want to know that. Much I don't want to be worried data. about stuff like that. There's so much data. That ain't gonna come out with like a um, like an Apple cock ring that'll measure for you. <laughs> Five. Five <laughs> nocturnal erections during an eight-hour sleep cycle, typically, with each erection lasting about 25 minutes. That's about one erection every 90 minutes. Oh Interesting. man. Interesting, but that's weird. Like, why is he measuring? I guess just find out what his testosterone levels are. But wouldn't you be able to do that with blood levels? I don't know. Yeah, man, you can you can go crazy. Like when I had that whoop thing, like if I looked at it, I mean I still have it. I just haven't been wearing it. But if you look at it and it says you only got like twenty five percent recovery, but you feel good, you're like, what the fuck is going on? How uh, come I feel good? You know, yeah. well, that was actually a sign that a lot of people had COVID because they would have an eight hour sleep and they'd wake up and it'd be like four percent recovery. Like what the fuck is going on? Oh, like, like the way you were breathing. It's your body struggling. Your body's yeah. not doing so good. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I'm sometimes I I, I I still do the health tracking, but sometimes I wonder. I know. just listen to my body for the most part. I mean, I do measure my heart rate, and I do wear a heart rate strap when I do some of my workouts. But what, like yesterday, my my there's a couple of people in my family that are sick right now. Not bad, but enough, you know, that it's like they're they're sick. And uh, I was working out yesterday. I was like, boy, do I feel like a bitch. Like I just wanted to stop, but I felt strong enough to do it. But it was like this, so I'm riding this line where I don't want to overstress myself and like tax my immune system, but I don't want to pussy out of my workout. So I got to feel it along the way while I'm doing it. It's like I'm going through a dark room and I'm just feeling the walls by hand, you know? Yeah, see, that's, you got more discipline than me. I, I, would just, I would just give in. Well, I have a particular type of mental illness. Like, the, like I need to do physical Hard things. things. If I don't, I, my brain doesn't work that good. It just—it's like it's too confused. It's—it's it, it's riddled with extra energy and data that it doesn't need. It, it concentrates on stupid shit. 
yeah. it's not good for me. For me, I, I need exertion. But when I have exertion, I'm calm and friendly and nice and easygoing and, and I'm compassionate and I, I think about other people, like their problems before I react to things. But when I'm like amped up, like if I haven't worked out for three days, like I'm not good at decisions, uh, yeah. you know, because then I'm, you know, you want to say things like shut the fuck up. <laughs> but when you say shut the fuck up, nobody hears shut the fuck up. They, they, they get mad at you. Like they don't think, oh, I should shut the fuck up. Like it's the most ineffective thing to say unless you're really thinking about violence. Right. And you're letting someone know if you don't shut the fuck up, I'm going to put you in the hospital. Right. right. If you, unless it's that. Yeah, we were about, it's a warning. We were talking about respect the other day. How like that shit'll that shit'll save your life in a whole bunch of situations. Like, Fuck know? yeah, respect like, people. If all else fails, just be respectful. Always, yeah. always be respectful. But it, it's wild now because nowadays it's like it just seems like a lot of people are comfortable being disrespectful. It's internet. It, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy, man. Yeah, what's yeah. that internet culture is that it like that way of communicating becomes a part of your system. You're yeah. used to communicating like that. There's so many people that are so crazy on Twitter. The way they talk to people. Like, I couldn't imagine talking to someone like that to their face. Just because it's so mean. Well, it's, it's so like, shitty. It's fighting words to some people. It's also such a pussy move because you know the person's not there. You're saying yeah. mean shit to them to hurt their feelings, knowing that they're not there. And then you keep checking for replies like a sick yeah. fuck. Because, well, because on top of it, it's like... But every, everyone sees this, yes. so it's, it's more it's, it's more important for me to get in a good clapback than it is. Oh yeah, for, right. It's like yeah. I, I had a I had an old gym. Uh, one of my gym teachers used to like whenever it got like physical in physical education class, like somebody wanted to fight or whatever, he would like he would let us fight, but he would take you in the he would take you in the closet where we put the mats, and he would like, well, y'all can fight y'all can fight in here in front of me, but like you just can't fight in front of everyone. Oh wow! And 90% of the time, people go in that closet and make up. Yeah, yeah, because it's like it's the it's the the wanting to save face that makes you not be able to like let shit go. It's also when you get in that closet, you realize it's real. Mm -hmm. You start looking for a way out of this, like, and I don't get anything out of it. No one yeah. sees it. Yeah. So now, how do I benefit from from beating you up? We we gonna both just right. leave here and tell people what happened? Right. No yeah. one's gonna see it, and you know. It's also you're about to get your face punched in. Yeah, but that shit'll backfire though too, because some people really want to scrap. But you take them in there and mm -hmm. it's, it's a problem. Yeah, they're looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. I had Mike Perry on the podcast the other day. He's a bare knuckle boxing guy that uh, came over from the UFC. That dude, like some people pretend to not give a fuck. That dude doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't Man. give a fuck. Better him than me. <laughs> Thank God, there's people like that. Yeah, though. there's people like that out there, and they're so fucking entertaining to watch them fight. Yeah, and you know what? As much as I made fun of it when it first came out, the slap league. Ah, you like it? I like the highlights. <laughs> I, I haven't watched a full match, but I'll. But some of the people in there are, are characters, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. If you're gonna get slapped in the face for a living, <sighs> probably be a character. <laughs> yeah, just, th it's it's designed for those clips. I, I mean, think it's perfect. I, I think Dana needs to spring off. They need to have a they need to have a separate champ for front hand and backhand slaps. Ooh, backhand slap. Yeah, they need pimp a backhand slap. slap champion. If you backhand slap, you got to be dressed like a pimp. <laughs> you got to have some fly velvet yeah. suit on, something just beautiful and purple. Instead of a belt, it's just a cape for the yeah. champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah like a cape. It. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and a crown maybe too. Big old pimp crown, a, a chalice. Big time. Remember pimps up, hose down? 
Oh yeah. <laughs> there was a while where like they won't air shit like that. They would never air shit like that today. It's horrible exploitation. And they were yeah. like celebrating these guys. Yeah. HBO, listen, we gotta give HBO their flowers. Yes. They've made some of the most sensational TV since I mean from the time I was a kid. Fuck yeah. On t- up to now. They they got some they got more they probably got their batting average is higher than every other network for sure. Their batting average is sensational. Yeah, yeah. So many good I mean, shows. It, there's more good shows than bad shows on HBO. Just Succession, which just ended. Yeah, Succession was great. Fucking great show. Yeah. Fucking great yeah. show. And, when the, when, and the ending, holy shit. Man, you know what? I, I clapped in my house. I was like, thank you. I feel different about the ending every time I think about it. Well, it's it's so there's so much there. There's so it's so, you're so conflicted because there's no heroes. There's no heroes. They're all fucking losers. And they're, that's real. And that's the, the real corporate world. Think about the fact that at the end of the day, losing was still them all being rich, billionaires, like unbelievably wealthy, unbelievably right? wealthy. And, and they were so because, un- like I told you, like people like that, yeah. it's not about the amount of money. They wanted to be CEO. They all yeah. did, and none yeah. of them ended up being. And 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 and, and what's the what, what's the um, you know the whole the whole art of war thing when it's like it's like never go beyond victory. So mm. when when I first watched it, I was like, man, fuck Shiv. She'd rather be under Tom, who betrayed her, than her brother be in charge. But then I thought about it at the end, and it's like the brother fucked up. And I don't know if this if this was intentional, but I think I like to think it is. You never go p- beyond winning. He he had it won. He had it sewed up. Yes. You, and you stop. You don't do yep. too much. And when he was, he wanted to gloat one last time in the room. And, mm-hmm. you, and you remember, he excluded Shiv again. Mm-hmm. He was like, me, me, me and my brother yeah. was able to bring it across the line. He And she, that was her one thing. Yep. Like, stop excluding me. I'm smarter than both of y'all. Yeah. Like, and he, one last time, he and that's when she got up, I was like, I got to think about it. It's like Those characters are so perfect. Oh, man. It was a perfect cast, for sure. Like they, They're so good. That show was so well casted. So well casted. Yeah. And what did Cousin Greg end up getting? Oh, he was just Tom's bitch for the rest of his life. Yes. Yeah. Forever. God, that dude's evil. That yeah. dude's evil. Yeah, both of them are. Craig's evil too. Yeah, he's creepy. Yeah, and he comes off as like this bumbling kid, but they, but he, he got sucked into it. Manipulative. Yeah. The Ruth, yeah, and his, well, he was manipulative from the jump. Though. His granddad tried to talk him out of it. It was like yeah. just, just be rich and away from these guys. <sighs> They're not happy. So crazy. None of them are happy. But it's a, it's a thing like gambling addicts. Like I was, I was talking to my friend Sean about gambling addicts the other day. Like growing up in pool halls. You know, not growing up, but you know, being in pool halls when I was younger, it was my first exposure to real gambling addicts, and it is a sickness that's different than anything that I ever thought it was. Yeah, it is j- just like crack. Like these guys, they want that fucking. They just got to be in action, and that's what they they call it. They call it action. I got to be in action. They want to be in action. It's all money is just gambling coupons. Yeah, they love the risk of it. They don't. Yes. It's not the winnings or the losings. It's, it's the, the fucking adrenaline rush, and you're yeah. watching the game. Did you see Uncut Gems? Oh yeah, Uncut Gems once. It's fucking. I can't watch great. it again. It's so anxiety because, like, I knew people like that. I knew people like that. I knew yeah. people that blew everything. Blew everything. I watched people blow tons of money. I've yeah. seen it in in pool halls, man. It's like. Everyone's a junkie. They're all junkies. You yeah. got your players who yeah. are like they, they just they're in, in addicted to playing and they're also addicted to winning and they're they're addicted to you know making scores. 
But then you got the line people, the people that aren't even, they're not playing. They're fucking betting on the side. Oh. And those are the big bets. That's the big money. Sometimes people are playing for $25,000, but there's $500,000 in the room. Mm. These are like big money games in the Philippines, big money games in, you know, like when, when they get some guy will come over from Europe and match up with somebody. They'll have these like three-day tournaments where they're playing for $100,000, but there's so much betting on the side. But has anyone ever just, I wonder if they just sit down and do the math and realize like you lose way more than you win. Yeah, but it's the fucking action. You think uh, you win sometimes, you're going to keep winning. You're going to win again. I'm going to get them back. I mean, that was Uncut Gems. He was always, like, chasing after that money. That's what they all do, man. It's wild to watch because it was so scary to me. I, got, I was nervous about gambling on pool. Like, I would only gamble a certain amount. You think it's easy to have a friend with a gambling problem or a drinking problem? <sighs> I know a lot of good people that have kicked drinking. I know a lot of really good people right. that, that had drinking problems, and now they're awesome. Like, look at David Tell. He had a drinking problem, and he kicked it and became—he was already one of the best comics alive when he was a drinking guy, and then quit and got even better. I mean, yeah. he's—and he's amazing, and he's yeah. amazing to be around. He's a beautiful person. Everyone loves David Tell. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, that's a guy that had a drinking problem. I know a bunch of people that have had drinking problems. Drinking problems to me is like, it seems like that's, it's more relatable. You want to escape. And it's usually some pain that you're dealing with in your life. Some childhood shit or some failure shit. Something you're avoiding. Yeah. Or it's a genetic thing. Some people, they just have a genetic propensity to alcoholism. It just runs through their whole family. Dude, I just heard a friend of mine told me about a guy the other day where he, he, he has a, he has a drink, he has a drinking problem, but he also is an alcoholic, Mm. but I'm sorry. He's an alcoholic. But he's also allergic to alcohol. Oh, my God. So he would literally drink himself into the hospital like once a week. Oh, my God. And I was like, that's that right there. That's that's bad right there. You got to recognize that shit is like your arch nemesis. But there's a thing about addictions where it's like even if you know it's bad for you, you you keep get pulled into it. It's hard to explain that to somebody that's never been addicted to anything. Or at least they think they have it. But, you know. Dude, I was getting addicted to those nicotine vapes. But not even physically addictive. This is what's crazy. I could put it away and not use it for a week. Like, I'd go on vacation. I wouldn't bring one with me. But then when I got one back, I just wanted to suck on it. <laughs> and here's the thing. Somebody's going to turn that into a beat. I just wanted to suck on it. Suck it, suck it, suck it. <laughs> oh, there's so many horrible things you said. Me and Ari the other day had a conversation about docking. You know when dudes take their, their foreskin and put it over <laughs> another dude's dick? Right. And we were like, we were arguing over who's winning. You know, <laughs> it's like he's and he's like, I'm sucking your dick. Out. No, 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 I'm fucking your mouth. It was like this oh, wow. stupid, stupid. But I was like, my God. Why like, do I always get in conversations clip. like that around Ari? Oh, he's a maniac. He's gonna be there tonight. Oh, dope, dope. Yeah, I can't wait to see him. Uh, Adrian is there tomorrow. Pelucci. Yeah. Oh, okay, dope, dope, dope. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, she's funny as shit. She's funny as shit, and yeah. she's on the rise. You know, she's like a new kind of interesting talent. Yeah, fascinating person, super fucking smart. She go hard too. She goes hard. Yeah, she goes hard on stage. Yeah, like, but I've never, I've never met her. her. I've never met her personally. She gonna be there tonight? S- yeah, sweetheart. Okay. I'm a fan, um, I don't know if she's there tonight. She'll be here tomorrow. Okay. She might come in tonight. Uh, but yeah, I, I got to meet her uh, during um, the Moon Tower. She came by. Dude, the mothership is so dope. How about Bottom of the Barrel? See, I didn't talk about <laughs> Bottom of the Barrel at the beginning of the show. Yeah. But it's so much fucking fun. 
It's the I look forward to it so much. Yes. I was bummed out that I didn't get on stage the second one. But the first, you, you never know, man. You never know. Like what I've had two premises that I've gotten out of bottom of the barrel that became actual bits. Yeah, every night is it's and it's a different show every night. It's so fun. It's so so silly. Yeah, and the crowds. So now now we're starting to get to the point where like regular people are yes, coming back. Yeah, they back come and back. back. Yeah, and it's well, it's like, always different. It's always different. It's always different, and some yeah. of the suggestions are hilarious. Yeah, I give out prizes for if I get a good, yeah. good one. Yeah, that salt, that the fly yeah. gun. It's Those this are fly, it's this gun called Bug Assault. They sponsor our show, and the, they give us. Uh, and the thing is, I, this is one of those places where like they didn't want offer to sponsor. I, I got I, I got one, and I was like, everyone should have one of these. Like I would be their spokesperson if they paid me, because <laughs> because I, I I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I have a real my relationship with flies. Like when I first when I was deployed, my first deployment to Iraq, you know, it was when we didn't have shit going on. We we just came over the border, and we camping in this town called Anumanaya, and this this had the most it had the most fertile soil, I've ever seen. It just looked nutrient rich. I could be wrong, mm. but. We would dig, we would dig holes to shit in every day. We didn't have any porta potties, no, infra, you know, and uh, and somebody, you know, whoever got in trouble would have to bury the holes. But anyway, these were the biggest, most numerous flies that I've ever seen in my life. I learned it like they 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 hibernate. Did you know that? Or no. that's probably not the scientific term, but they sleep at night, and they, to the point where like we would, I would wake up at the tarp we had our thing, it would be completely covered in flies. Like a millions of flies, and and you could you could scrape them off. They wouldn't move. They wouldn't wake up. You could just. Wow. And we did it. We did it every morning. We killed them all. Ugh. And every morning it was full again. It oh was my, that many imagine flies. Imagine if you didn't kill them. Yeah, and they were so. And they were there were so many flies, and they were starving. Any chance at moisture, so we, we would eat these um, MREs. You know, you have, you ever had an MRE? Yeah. It's, so you know how you everybody eats it out of the bag. It comes in right. Right. And so when you open that bag, you had about. Three seconds to get the food in your mouth because they it's like they would sense the moisture. And even if you got the bad closing time, they would pop, 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 pop. Just wow. all of your, just anything. If you cried, they were on your tears. They were just starving. Oh, my God. That's why I don't eat outside, you know. <laughs> if it's more, like if it's, like if it's too many women in the group, they always want to eat outside. And I was going, I'm, I'm good. I don't want to, I'm not going to come because I already know the cutest girl's going to go, we should get outside. It's okay. And I'm, and I'm, be, I'm going to be pissed <laughs> the whole time. The first time a fly lands on my food, I'm, I'm, I hate this bitch. You wanted to do this, right? <laughs> and so when I discovered a gun that could kill these motherfuckers, yeah. Do you know my wife took mine away? Really? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, the whole fucking house is going to be covered with salt. You're going to leave the doors open just so you can kill more flies. It's all, did, you get the, did I give you the pistol or the rifle? You gave me a rifle. Oh, Joe, no, no, no. We the gotta, pistol? We've got to upgrade you tonight. The oh, pistol's good, different. I told you, she took the, the rifle. Yeah, I'm so going to have to hide the pistol. The, the, the rifle, have to the rifle's carry. cool. The rifle comes with an infrared sight. Ooh. Right? And that's, it's pretty cool. It's accurate within, I think, four feet. But, it, mm. but you pump it. Right? right, and that's cool. That'll knock a fly out of the sky. But the pistol's called the shredder. Ooh. Now the shredder, okay, it comes with a CO two cartridge. <gasps> so when and, and it's a revolver. So it, 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 it literally has a little revolver things. You rub it in salt, load it up. Yeah, it yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bug assault shredder. And you can get a little holster for it. Ooh. And bro, when I tell you, because now that thing it'll rip a fly to pieces. Oh, yes. You hit a fly with that motherfucker and it's dead. That's what I'm talking. Yeah, man. I need one of these. Yeah, I, no, I got you. We have we have them at the club. I get fucked up by mosquitoes in my yard oh. because you know I'm out there doing archery, 
Oh, okay. And uh, I'll do it during the day with shorts on because it's 95 fucking oh. degrees out there. And I'm, I'm out there for two hours. And I come inside and my ankles are just brutalized. Yeah. They, well, they call them no see This is made, made for cockroaches. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. for big, big bugs. Bro, it just blows them away. Bang. Let me see. Boom. Hey, will be shooting salt into your fucking food? Well, if it's popcorn, it's fine. This is just such a setup. Oh, that, that guy got fucked up. Yeah, bro. Boom, son. I mean, what did they do for this commercial? How did they They even... let those roaches <laughs> on yeah. that stuff. They, they had probably had them in a bucket. They just yeah. dumped them on the table. I'm telling you, it's so satisfying. America, man, I'm, I'm definitely I'm giving these guys free game right now. But I'm telling you, there, it, there's no more satisfying feeling than shooting one of the motherfuckers out the sky or shooting it off of something. Mm. Every time, because you know, in, if you live in Texas, every time you open your door, something flies in your house. That's right. just this is part of living out here. Yeah. Every single day, something flying is in my house. Yeah. And every single day, I kill that motherfucker, and wow. it feels so good. I have two of those. I have one upstairs and one downstairs. So no matter where I am, I don't gotta I don't gotta leave the floor. I go right away, and I talk shit the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you think you think shit's sweet up in here? No, no, no. Anyway. We got a fire ant problem, too. Oh, yeah. Those little motherfuckers. Woof. Man. It's very impressive, the mounds that they make. Like, those guys go ham. Yeah. They, Texas is well with the bugs. I feel like every kind of bug in the world is here. Bugs, snakes. I got a booklet that they sell at the supermarket of, like, the snakes from central Texas, like what's dangerous and what's not. That's here in Austin? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. My friend called me. Uh, she goes, what is this? And she sent me photos or videos of two big-ass coral snakes in her garage. And I'm like, those are real bad. Like, get, the fuck, get those yeah, fucking things out of that'll there. That'll kill you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a coral snake can kill you. Yeah. yeah. They usually it's aren't like, trying to fuck with you, though. No. No, they don't. But the problem is sometimes you don't know they're there. Right. And right. so you're stepping, and you step too close to them, and they bite you. And, you, and yes, it's a wrap. Especially if you're not looking. You know, you just yeah. wander through the woods. God, it's so beautiful out here. <laughs> especially if you don't know what bit you. That's a whole other thing. Oh, yeah. And you don't get to the hospital? Yeah, you got to get to the hospital with the thing that killed yeah. you. You got to right. know what it was. Right. You know? I'm sure hospitals out here probably carry antivenom. Yeah. My dogs got bit a ton of times by rattlesnakes. Really? Yeah, my pit bulls. Back when I used to have pit bulls, oh, yeah. they, they, anything in that yard was dead. You know, I saw a video the other day. This might not be true. Who knows what you learn off the internet, but... Uh, but cats are like quicker. Than oh yeah, they they're have, way they're, quicker. Their reflexes are way harder. There's a great video of a snake trying to bite a a kitten, like a young cat, and the cat's like, "Wap!" Yeah. Shut the fuck up. The cat with hit that. you two times. <laughs> You're my favorite. Listen, <laughs> you know, how, like if you after you do comedy for so long, it's the real silly shit that makes you gets at you. Yeah, it's not like the intricate. Shit. It's like the silly shit that makes me laugh. Tony Baker. Doing voiceovers of cat videos. Have you you know Tony Baker, the comedian? Yeah, yeah. He's one of the funniest motherfuckers alive, and he does these voiceovers of animal videos. And when he when it's a cat thing, he, so he has all, he has all these different phrases. But he, he when a cat hits somebody, he calls it a skibbity pap. <laughs> and he'll and he'll it, bro, it's, you got to find one of these jokes. like it's one of the he he ah oh, help me brother help you that's not is this Tony Baker the king <laughs> live the king. Your father. <laughs> Bro, cats fighting on roofs is crazy. They uh, die sometimes. Oh, Those yeah. little motherfuckers can fall really far. Yeah, though. I mean, my cat, my cat goes outside. I worry about her all the time, but but she's a she's a savvy one, man. You've always had, let your cat go out. Yeah. She, well, when I got her, she was like an outdoor cat. Oh. So. 
Yeah, they don't take kindly to being stuck indoors, those outdoor cats. No. They'll start pissing on you. right now, I don't like what's happening right here. I don't like how you hold them arm and look at my chest. I don't like what's happening right here. I'll rip your paw pads loose and put them in a the nice little broth and let that simmer while I sell your cat fur to the highest bidder and eat all your goddamn catnip, you understand me? But hey, to each his own, you know what I'm saying? Hey, whatever you're into. <laughs> it's so funny. They see a, a Labrador growling like bitch you're so faking it <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> they're the nicest dogs in the world and most of the most of those families that have cats and dogs the cat is ruling the roost yeah they smack the dog right in the fucking face yeah. did you ever see the video of the girl talking about her pronouns and the cat turns and smacks her in the face no it's hilarious what? so there's a girl like holding her cat and she's being serious about her pronouns and this cat turns around and goes shut the fuck up <laughs> and Yo. she's like oh hi my name is Erin I use she her pronouns and I am this <laughs> and, and you know what, dude? It was it was probably her fault. Look, my cat my cat only acts up. <laughs> this is fucking hilarious. That cat was like, shut the fuck uh, up. Shut the fuck up. No warning. Just shut the fuck hey, up. You should have fed him. My cat my cat only acts up when I'm wrong. She's mm. never wrong. You know, something's always wrong. If she acting right. up, is either is either something's wrong health wise, or uh, or I'm late feeding her, or mm. her litter box is dirt. Like something, it's always right. something I didn't do. She never just starts acting a certain way. Mm. So that she probably was fucking something up. Well, she's annoying. Yeah, it's not good. That wash she her pronouns. Wash the annoying. water bowl, bitch. If you're annoying about that, you're probably annoying about other yeah. stuff. The cat was like, she need to change my <laughs> fucking water bowl. <laughs> The litter box thing is rough. If you don't change litter boxes all the time, like people you go to their house and it smells like piss. It's like you don't – all factory senses are interesting in that they they detect change. Right. They don't detect static smell. So, like, you get used to being – like, if you live in a town where it has a slaughterhouse, like, you oh, get right. used to that. If you live in a town that's got, like, a lot of agricultural chemicals around, that terrible smell. Like, my parents used to live in Pennsylvania, and I used to drive to visit them through Jersey mm. and you, when you're going through Pennsylvania uh, when going to where they lived there was a lot of like agriculture and the smell was so bad yeah. you rolled down the window you're like what the fuck these people live with that every day but they don't notice it after a while right right so like that's the thing with people's houses when you go over there and they have a box of piss and like hey you gotta get rid of this like you have yeah. a box of Plus, piss man, in your house the technology is so high now yeah yeah my cat. Oh, they have those things that yeah, they got, a, they, got the autom- they got the automatic joints. Yeah. It's like it don't make sense. Yeah. It's a little drawer, put drawer, change it. Yeah, yeah. But then if you got an outdoor cat, like you know, she shits outside somewhere. I have no idea where she shits. <laughs> I have no idea where the, where she shits at, and I don't clean it up. I, I think they bury it a little. Do your roommates take care of her when you go out of town? No, no. I mean, they. I'm no. sure they watch out for, her, but not anymore. The only time they leave food no, out for. Her? No, I'll have Sam. You know Sam, mm-hmm. Derek's fiance, Sam. Yeah. Um, she, she runs the bottom of the barrel with me. She, she, I would rather her do it. She, you know, men don't. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Because like they'll they'll take care of her, but they won't do what I would do. She she do what I would do. Right. So it's like uh, if I'm going, but only only if I'm going for more than a few days. You know, if, it, if I'm doing like four days somewhere, then I'll have I'll just have her go check on her. A little if you bit. have a cat and you come back home after a couple of days, the cat's like, oh look, you're back. No, no, this bitch don't like it. She gets mad at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's really? always upset. Yeah. Really? Like, what does she do? Does she meow at you? She, she got like abandonment issues. Uh, so she always, th- whenever I leave for more than a day, she thinks uh, I'm going to leave her. 
Oh yeah, you know? I've had uh, strays, stray dogs that were like that. Yeah, so it's so sad. When you but leave. man, the bitch fine. She just she got two fountains. She got a dad. She just doesn't know. Yeah, she doesn't need a lot. Her food, the bowl is automatic. The water fountains are automatic. Mm. She got two of those. The litter box is automatic. That food can't be good. That dry ass bullshit food. No, no. I mean, I feed her wet food when I'm home. Right. But but uh, like I said, I couldn't trust anybody else to do it. I wonder if cats get mercury poisoning from like eating tuna and shit like that. Mm, I, don't, I, I think they... Uh, is that an issue with cats? I think cat- they, their kidneys are pretty fucking strong. Yeah, but I mean, mercury is... It's a heavy metal poison. Mm. Like, I don't think it's good for any animal. And they're not giving them sushi grade fish. Well, a lot of those... Uh, that's true. But a lot of those tuna, they're riddled with it because the big fish... Are the ones that are eating the most little fish, and a lot of the little fish are the ones that have the heavy metal poison. Yeah, they can get it. Oh, they can. Look at this. Oh. <clears throat> Animals do not show signs until several weeks after being poisoned by organic mercury. Signs can include blindness, excitement, abnormal behavior, and chewing, lack of coordination, and convulsions. Oh, Jesus. Oh, convulsions. Cats show hind leg rigidity, lack of coordination, and tremors. Neurologic signs may be irreversible. Oh, no. So it's not common to cats, but it may be the first thing a veterinarian suspects. So it's possible that mercury poisoning happens, but is not diagnosed. Oh, it may not be the first thing a veterinarian suspects. Oh, wow. I had a dog once, a puppy that I got, <clears throat> and it had distemper. And you can't fix that in a What puppy. is distemper? Distemper is horrible. I think it's, is it parvo or distemper? Are they the same thing? Um, it's a horrible virus that puppies get. And uh, he would just go into these terrible convulsions, like these seizures. It was so sad. Wow. He's the cutest little guy, and there's nothing they can do about it. There's nothing they can do about it, at the time at least. It was 20-plus years. Watching something cute die is difficult. Oh, it was so horrible. He was so adorable. He was such a little sweetie. It's not the same thing. Uh, So distemper and parvo are not the same disease, but both are highly contagious viral diseases that could cause serious symptoms and even death. Especially for un- unvaccinated puppies and adult dogs. Yeah. Distemper hepatitis parainfluenza. I got him from the pound, and, you know, he's a, a rescue puppy. And, you know, and sometimes, when, you know, they're around. Who knows where they are before the pound gets them, and he was already yeah. infected. So sad. He was such a cute little guy. Why'd, just, you take, why'd you take him home if he was already going to die? I didn't know. Oh, okay. I didn't know until after I had him. He, he started showing symptoms uh, a while after we got him. He was real young too. It was oh, it was awful. Oh, that's tough. <sighs> he was so cute. I haven't lost my pet yet. I mean, I've I've had animals die on me, but they were never mine. Mm. I don't know what I'd do if something happened to this. I saw a dead deer on the side of the highway. I got sad. This is the deer out here dropping their fawns. So you got these cute little baby deer that are running around. And <clears throat> when uh, we were walking the other day, and um, the the mother deer ran away and left the fawn, and the fawn just lies down on the ground because they're so small they can't run yet. And uh-huh. so the mother tries to distract you by running away so that you chase her, and the hopefully the fawn kind of blends into the grass. Oh. Yeah. They don't have any defense mechanisms. They're too small. So for the first, I don't know how many days, they really can't run away. Now they can kind of run away. Like now I see the same little baby deer, and now they're running around. And, wow. But it's like I they're feel, so yeah, vulnerable. That's a bad plan for mother deers. Well, it's a plan that ensures that uh, there's going to be less deer. Uh, because yeah. you can't have too many deer. Like so, you can't, it can't be perfect where they come out running full, full split. You would right. never, you know, coyotes yeah. would never get them. Well, that's more planning than those submarine people. 
That shit pisses me off the more I think about it. It scares the shit out of me. How you don't, it just seems like a horrific way to die. How you don't have a plan B? See, this, you know what's so strange about that whole situation to me? I was telling Jamie earlier. Um, is that they have what? They had? They started out with like four days worth of air, Jamie? Yeah. So, so someone thought if something goes wrong, they're going to need extra oxygen. Yeah. Right? Because it's, it's only a, the trip was less than a day. But they have four days worth of air. So someone was thinking about what they might need in an emergency. And they yeah. stopped right there. They gave them extra air and then no other way to get out of a bad situation. Like they can't control it from inside of it. There's no emergency surface button. There's no transponder. They don't control it from inside of it? No. It's controlled from the ship. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my and God. And the, sh- the ship got to be right directly above it. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and no. And if that doesn't happen, if they if somehow they lose contact with the ship, the ship is not directly above it, that's it. There's no plan B. What? Yeah. So is it like, is there a tide that moved them away from under the ship? Like, what the fuck happened? I have no idea. Maybe somebody crashed. <gasps> maybe, you know, maybe that maybe that window failed at a certain depth. I, that's what I think happened. I think the, I think the, the thing failed. I, I think they're dead. I think it, it it imploded on them. Why do you think that? Because it seems like... What like, do you think the banging is? Uh, I think the banging is just, it's banging up against something. Or, or maybe the banging is something else. Maybe it's the, the ship shaking... You know, they, they've never measured the sounds around that area. It's not like they, they can say that that banging is outside the norm. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, the Titanic's down there. It's probably still creaking and swinging, and who knows what, who knows what that banging is. But I could, and I could be wrong. That could be them banging. Oh, Seems God. like a waste of energy. Like, nobody's going to hear you. But if someone is hearing them. Maybe. Oh, like, like they're thinking, oh, the sonar will hear them. Well, I guess that's what it's for. Yeah, I think they, they've heard it through a plane. Is that true? Yeah, so there's a plane that detected the banging. But it's still unconfirmed from what I was just reading. Like, yeah. oh. Someone's claiming they heard that, and then there's like... Yeah, but but at, but at this point, we know like there's no there's no hope of saving them. Jeez, even, if even if they're alive, like right now... They, how do they get them out? How do they get them out? Even if they... Look, even do they if have they, another one of those things? Even if they totally? were on the surface right now, like if they had risen to the surface somehow, there is an emergency. They still can't breathe. They can't open it. They can, no one can, they can't open it from the inside. So they they can't they have to find them to save them, and, and even if they found them right now, they got to bring them to the surface slowly. You know they can't bring them up too fast. So who even who even fucking knows, man? I, I think it's I think how it's long does it take to get them to the surface? You know I, I don't know. I think but it, it it's longer than you'd be comfortable with. Because so I think it's not about how much air they have left, right? It's about do they. Do they have enough hours of air left that it would take them to braise them to the surface and open that hatch? How do they even plan? See if it, there's like some sort of a detailed strategy, a I'm, retrieval. Oh, I'm looking. How could they possibly get it what out? What I found so far is that uh, during th- uh, they, they spoke with somebody else, one of the writers for The Simpsons or creators for The Simpsons or something, took this tour last year, and they had problems on their trip. Uh, three times on or it says uh, communication was lost during all three of his dives, including that to the Titanic. It's like when they were trying to do it for TV, they they couldn't even find the Titanic or something. The boat has to be near the sub so communication can happen. And if they are not near each other, communication is just gone. What the fuck, man? GPS yeah. doesn't work underwater, nor does radio. Oh, um, my God. 
And they don't have a line attached to it? Yeah, that's like some... I, no. In theory, which is probably not correct, it could have resurfaced at some point, and it's just floating somewhere, and they can't get out, you know? What? Could it be flo- this says there's seven different... Uh, not backups, but there are seven different possibilities for it to resurface. And they're like, well, if none of those happened, the other possibilities are that there was a leak, in which case there's no backup vessel. You're kind of fucked. Oh, my God. Yeah, any kind of leak, any kind of opening at that depth is going to kill everybody. It's so scary. Yeah. That's such a scary, because it's so slow. Like, getting down there so slow and knowing that all that water is above you. Miles. Yeah, just a column of water sitting on top of you. Oh. oh. Two miles down, basically. Oh, Jesus. Oh. And then imagine and then imagine you sitting there on there thinking about the one motherfucker that was trying to tell you that window wasn't good. Yeah. Right, the guy who's sweating it, the CEO, who has the information. Yeah. Because if we got to kill somebody to save air, I'm, we killing him first. I'm talking to group into it. Hey, man, you know what? You had a good run. Boy, everybody involved in that company's fucked. Somebody going to pay for that. Oh, my God. Yeah. One, it, one of the guys was a billionaire. Well, it depends on which political party makes it their their issue. If, Yo, the, if the Republicans make it their issue, somebody going to pay for that. What is happening with that Sam Bankman freed guy? I heard they dropped five of his charges. Mm. Which is wild. I wonder how that happens. Which is wild. They just quietly did that while they're telling us about aliens. <laughs> Yeah, man, <laughs> this is the, this is the end. Of, this is the end of the death of truth. This is the age where you can't tell what's true. You can't tell who's who. Yeah, who's being bribed? Who's not? Who has an agenda? Right. So now people are going based off. It, it's like what you're likely to believe is whatever you want to be true. Did you see that? Um, you know, James O'Keefe left Project Veritas. He was the guy that does all those gotcha videos, investigative reporter videos. Where no, I don't know undercover videos. He got a lot of them, like, I don't know what led him to leave Project Veritas, but he started his own group, and his own group yesterday, he got some guy from this corporation talking about how easy it is to bribe politicians. So he's on a date. Oh, yeah, you sent me this this Instagram thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's wild. It's wild, because he's he's like, you know, you can get a senator for like 10 grand. Like he was, it does talk- he? It's, does he know he's being recorded? It doesn't look no, like he does. No, he's on a date. At some point, he says that that he's like, you might be an undercover reporter, but then he still keeps telling. Yeah, because he's trying to be funny. He's, he's find that he. I think he's trying to impress a girl, but that's what it always is. Like a lot of them are these chatty gay guys, and they get some cute gay guy to go on dates with them. Yeah, but but there's one part of the video where he's like at a job fair or something. He's just talking. Yeah. So this is it. Play it. Oh, I mean, oh, okay. I don't film, but I suspect it's probably because it's easier to do things when people aren't thinking about it. All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. You can take this big ton of money, and then you can start to buy people. I work for uh, a company called BlackRock. Meet Serge Varley, a recruiter at BlackRock. Let me tell you, it's not the, who's the president. Oh. It's who's controlling the, the wallet. Music is right Yeah, it says, let me tell you, it's not the president. It's, it's who's controlling the wallet of the president. And who's that? The hedge funds, BlackRock, the banks. These guys run the world. Also, what a Campaign fucking... Campaign financing. Yep, you could buy your candidates. Look at this. this Obviously, we have the system in place. First, there's the Senate. These guys are You got 10 grand, you can buy a senator. You got 10 grand, you can buy a senator. 500 grand. Yeah. I'm going to do this. We're done. 
Does like everybody do that? Does Blackhawk do that? Everyone does that. He's saying. Doesn't matter who wins. They're in my pocket at this point. Here's Serge Varlet. Wow. What a loser. Well, these these people always. It's always single people on dates. But who talks? Who talks like this on the first date? Guys do if they want to impress a girl. The guys do if they want to let a girl know, like, hey, they're a fucking big mover shaker in this corporation, and this is how we uh, do it. Yeah. We run the world. We run the world. Well, like, oh, my God. I want government to be the man secrets who runs don't the impress world. women, do they? Well, that's not really government secrets. It's corporate secrets. Oh, it's it's, it's right. them using their influence and money to affect the political system. But it's, you know, it's, it's power. And, you know, when a guy can talk about how much power he has to a girl on a date, it's probably very intoxicating. Let her know. I'm running shit, baby. You're like, hey, girl, I have several moral failings, but I'm successful. On, uh, <laughs> What's that? I Googled his name. <clears throat> yep. And uh, when you click this, uh, they removed it. They removed it. Yeah, of course they removed but it. But I also don't know when it got added. Yeah, but of course they removed it. Like, that, they always do yeah, that he whenever don't, when someone gets busted. <laughs> he from, definitely don't work for BlackRock no more. Oh, he's in trouble. Yeah, he's he, probably dead. Yeah, he's probably at the Clinton's ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging from a tree. The shotgun wound in his asshole. Yeah. yeah. He killed himself by shooting himself in the asshole. Yeah, right. it's uh, not good for him. But they'll just disavow him, and none of the major media networks will cover that. That's where it gets interesting. Yeah. Because when something like this happens, whether it's a pharmaceutical company, he's done that with a lot of those people, like Pfizer. He got this guy talking about engineering viruses. And... It never makes the news. I'm gonna try it's, that on my next date. Hey, girl, I, I bribed several public officials. <laughs> Let's go back to my place. Yeah, I think it's you know she's also asking the right questions, like saying that she's curious, All so right. he gets to show how much he knows. You know, God, imagine thinking you having a good date and this girl just betrays, destroys yeah, you, just destroys you, puts you on a hit list somewhere. She probably didn't even fuck him. No, she didn't fuck him. I know. Yeah. That's that's like. That's the whole thing. She got like free dinner. She's trying to win. Free dinner, a hot scoop, and then destroy your ass. Ooh, you get a couple of cocktails in someone like that, you know, and they don't they don't yeah. think about what they're saying. The next thing you know, you're giving up some serious global yeah. details. But then that won't that always be? I mean, he, that pretty much gives BlackRock a, a way out. It's like, oh, he was just trying to get laid. He don't know what he's talking For about. For sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. He could totally be full of shit. I mean, that's literally what one of the guys said that they busted. He goes, I'm an actual liar. He goes, I'm on a date. I'm trying to impress my date. I'm lying. Oh, right. I said that, like, on the spot. And maybe he was telling the truth. You know, you know, people definitely lie on dates and pretend yeah. they know more than they know. If she recorded him being like, yeah, I have a 12-inch dick, people wouldn't be like, well, that must be true. <laughs> right. He said it on tape. Yeah, <laughs> true, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but it seems like what he was saying is based on personal experience. But that's just, I mean, but, but we already knew that was true. Yeah. But he's know, just it, a he said he was a recruiter, so mm -hmm. he's never done any of that stuff. Right. He Plus, just picks the people also, that do it. Also, if right. it only costs $10,000 to buy a senator, I feel like we should own them all. You could own them all. <laughs> yeah, at least for one election cycle. Yeah. I wonder how that works with oh. political donations. That's what Trump always said. That he, had to, he, he donated to people to make things happen. He donated to people for this. He went to their weddings. Yeah, he donates. Oh, he donates. That he donates to their charity where yeah. they also happen to be an employee. Didn't he and say with a salary? He paid Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton to be at his wedding. Oh, that's funny. Um, I think it was either his wedding or one of his kids' weddings. I think you can pay people, and they'll do an appearance. Mm, Isn't that wild? That sounds like torture. 
How wild is that, though? Yeah. Give me $250,000, I'll show up at your wedding. I mean, just to be there, that might, that might be worth the trip. I think they're doing that all the time, <laughs> hey, so it, it adds up. You know, it's like Donald Trump gigs. He probably didn't have their meals covered. He's like, well, I just I paid you to come yeah. there. You do read the contract. It's not an open bar. Right. <laughs> the bar costs money. It's expensive. It's not uh, what is um? What was the story with that? Is that legit? Did he say that? He said that. What did he say? I'm trying. I was trying to find the video of it, but I, it's not coming up. But their quote is written here. This is if you're to believe him. I'll tell you what. With Hillary Clinton, I said, be at my wedding, and she came to my wedding, Trump replied. You know why? She had no choice, because I gave. He added that he gave money to the Clinton Global Foundation without understanding how his funds would be used. I didn't know the money would be used on private jets going all over the world, he said. It was. Clinton had a front row seat to, at Donald Trump's wedding, his third wedding, in 2005. The Clinton team didn't immediately respond to request for comment on whether the Clintons only attended Trump's wedding because he contributed to her Senate campaign. Well, they're, they're all in cahoots. Just give them some money. Give them some money. Yeah, and they'll do they anything. they use it on private jets. And they'll do anything for money. Isn't that crazy, though? They could just use it on private jets. They just got, like, a private jet slush fund. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not surprised at all. Like, that's why I don't feel bad for people. Like, once you hit a certain amount of money, the system is set up for you to for you to never go broke again. Oh yeah. If you use it correctly and they use it to the uh, to the most. Yeah. Yeah, they use every lo- they make the loopholes. So they use every single loophole to benefit them to make sure they will never go broke and their kids will never go broke. Especially bankers. I mean, when banks fail, they, the co- the government bails them out. Yeah. Yeah, the the whole it's set up so it's what they call it uh private risk public no, public risk private benefit or whatever the fuck. Kodak Black's lawyer slams Hunter Biden. Kodak Black's lawyer slams Hunter Biden plea deal after rapper sentenced to three plus years for the same crime. Attorney for rapper questioned different outcomes for his client. Didn't Kodak Kodak Black had a lot of drugs? Yeah, also, but Lil Wayne I think had a similar charge and didn't had uh, worse penalties than. Did he? Was he would was it him with drugs too? I don't I don't know exactly each case. I know it's a case by case basis, but well, there be- are a lot of people that are mad about Hunter's. Situation, but to be fair though, Kodak, this is not Kodak Black's first conviction. Oh, what has he done? I don't know, but I think he just he just got out of prison. Oh, well, this might have been because of that. Oh, okay. I think that's mm. why he said, yeah, like uh, his lawyer said, two tiers of justice. He was charged for the same crime and did three years. Hunter Biden will not serve a day. Oh, uh, okay, right, okay, hmm. yeah. But also don't know if, I mean, I haven't looked back at Hunter Biden. Did he never get arrested for any of his problems in the well, past? Well, he said he was pardoned by Trump in 2021. Hunter Biden? No. Oh, Kodak, Kodak Black. Black. Oh, he was. He was yeah. pardoned by for Trump. For that? For that same charge? So. Yeah. Isn't that wild, the pardon thing? That's wild. That you could just say, yeah, let him out. It's wild who doesn't get one. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like Julian Assange. Right, Julian Assange, Edward um, Snowden, Joe Edward Snowden, Joe Exotic, yeah, free Joe Exotic. Um, who's a, who's the other guy? Um, uh, Manning, Bradley Manning, yeah, who, who's kind of connected to Julian Assange, yeah. But also he, well, that's Chelsea Manning now, right? Chelsea Manning transitioned while in government custody for treason. Yeah, yeah. how does that happen? No one ever talks about that. Or did right. it? Did it happen after? Because I thought, I thought when she initially got arrested, it was Bradley Manning. Yes. And while she was still in custody, it changed to Chelsea Manning. I think so. And I was like, because I'm like, because it seems like you're getting mistreated, but also like, if you can transition, they, they're treating you pretty, 
nice. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like in prison. Right. So I, I, I was just always confused. I mean, I wonder that. what the transition consists of. I mean, someone can transition by just identifying as a woman now. You just start dressing like a woman and saying, you don't even, you could still keep your dick, well, still keep your hormones. I think most of them start taking hormones. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the percentage is. Because you can, like, I think, because women, I think you, listen, it transitioning to, from a woman to a man w- would probably be easier, but I think women can tell you're not one of them. Like, you got to take estrogen if you transition to a woman, because you, you got to think like them. They can, they can pick up on the vibe. Like, I don't you, think You're not would. taking your estrogen. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is you, this logic? Do you know what autogynophilia is? Autogynophilia. 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 Okay, I'm gonna guess. Auto means happening without, like, unconsciously. Gyna is vaginas, right? Mm. Like a gynecologist, I'm guessing. Yeah. Philia means love. Oh, so it means somebody that automatically loves pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, autogynophilia is uh, men have a sexual fetish where they they're attracted to women. But they want to dress up like a woman. Oh. They want to dress up like a woman and fuck women. Autogynophilia is defined as a male's propensity to be sexually aroused by the thought of himself as a female. It's a paraphernalia, oh, paraphi- paraphilia, rather, that is theorized to underline transvestism and some forms of male to female transsexualism. Yeah. So the, you used to be able to say this. That was like a normal statement. Now that is transphobic, which is really wild yeah. because it's. It, it's been in the psychological literature forever. It's it's a condition. So it's, like, it's like Rocky Horror Picture Show shit. Yeah, but it's like, but yeah. it's a kink. I got a homie like that. that tra- he transitioned to a woman, but he fucks women. Like he loves, he still loves. Yeah, women. that's all I'm gonna So maybe it's like he loves women so much that he also wants to be a woman. I think he just gets turned on by the idea of him being a woman. I don't know. It's mm. just like, what is that? I I had a my 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 first girlfriend was like that. She lo- she she like. She loved to like masturbate in the mirror. Oh Jesus, that's weird. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't want to see nothing of myself. Just looking at yourself, <laughs> making right, mean right. faces at yourself. But imagine like imagine thinking you're so hot that you make you come. Oh boy, that's crazy. And you're like, man, if I was a bitch, I'd be. I'll do this better than these hoes. Like, nah, that's. Who knows what's going on with that? Mm, eh, you know. Who are you telling me about? You were telling me about a woman that transitioned to a man, started taking testosterone, and then came up to you. Oh, it was like actually that happened twice. I have two. I had two. I had two female. Two um, female friends that transitioned to male. Oh, it's him fucking in the mirror. Yeah. Oh yeah, himself. yeah. <laughs> American Psycho. That was a great movie, dude. Awesome. The book is even more fucked up. But but every 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 woman on every every uh, trans man I know every woman that transitioned to a man that I know personally when they started taking testosterone at some point. They walked up to me and was like, I get it. I get it a little bit. I get it now. Yeah, testosterone's <laughs> a hell of a fucking thing to just start taking yeah. a high dose of because, like, you realize, like, oh, I want to fuck it. I'm a, I, it's this aggression that gets introduced to. Yeah. Yeah, and it hits every, it hits every man at the worst possible time. When, you're, when your body's just getting coordinated, you mm-hmm. don't know shit about life, and this is a drug that makes you want to fucking kill and dominate and win, <laughs> and it's just the highest dose you're ever going to receive. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you you take you take like fifteen years for it to fucking wear off. That's why they want people to join the navy and the army and the marines when they're seventeen. Yeah, eighteen years old. Yeah, when they can whip you when they can whip you into a fervor with just a little speech. Oh, yeah, get you fired up. You're ready to kill. Yeah, you want to live forever? Yeah. Yeah. See now yeah. I'll be like, yeah, I do. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stay. Like I'd have got, I would have got on that sub when I was when I was 19. Oh, of course. But now I'm like, what the fuck the is fuck wrong with y'all? Wrong with you? Yeah, I probably did it. If I was young and stupid, and yeah. I didn't understand consequences, but I probably would have been regretting it halfway down. Not understanding consequences. <sighs> That's the most horrific of consequences, and the whole world's watching too. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my god, that scares me. And it's and it's and the thing is, because they're all rich, it's a joke. It's not like no like. People, I'm sure people, some people have empathy, but right away Twitter's like, "Yep, they went right." The memes on. are coming. Oh yeah, people are people. If you search right now on Twitter for the knocking sound, it's just beats. It's like just real, just hip hop songs. People are like I heard they was listening to this, and it's, and it's just Young Jeezy, <laughs> or it's like the new Killer Mike album. It's like, I can't believe they got it down there. It came farts. out the same day. What's that? I heard a couple farts. Oh, it's like listening to a knocking and just someone ripping ass. The new Killer Mike album is fucking amazing. It's though. very good. Yeah, yeah. It's very good. David Lucas played it in the green room last night. Yeah, like, it's very good. This is Mike in his bag right now. Yeah, he's yeah. he's in his own right now. I try to talk him into doing a podcast. I hope he listens. Oh, man. He would I mean, have an amazing podcast. That'd be incredible. He'd have the best podcast out there. He's so, when he has to give like public speeches about things, yeah, he's so good at that, man. Yeah. He's, he's very he's very articulate. But it just also empathetic and kind. Yeah. Like wise. He's very wise. Cuz he practices something that I that I learned that I learned from doing comedy for real and it's that people people will say like if you ask somebody is it okay to talk about this or whatever. People will say yes or no or whatever. But the way they respond to a joke you 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 breaking the shit down to where it's obvious that you've put a lot of thought into it is enough for most people to not have a negative reaction. You know, even if it's a mm. controversial subject. Just to, so when he goes and gives speeches about controversial issues or he's talking to a group of people that all disagree with him, it's like he's so thoughtful that you can't not like him anyway. Mm. Even if he's saying something you totally don't agree with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's very, he understands how his words are being interpreted by the people that he's talking to. He's very smooth and careful with how he does it. Yeah, and meticulous yeah. too. Yeah. Now he'd be an awesome podcast. He's a great guest. He's always got he's always got great opinions about things. You know, like that's all you need. And there's there's always room for more people like that. It's, I'm always trying to encourage interesting people to start podcasts. Yeah. It's such a great way to you know get stuff out there. And for me, it's a, I want to hear how different people think. Yeah. I you know, I'm I'm always wondering like why do I think like this? What what is the What's the genesis of it? Like, you, know, you know what I love about doing my podcast? You know, it's not like hugely popular yet, but it lets me rank, it lets me get all my thoughts out without the obligation to be funny. Mm. Because sometimes you got to get through all of the unfunny to find the funny, and you you don't always have yeah. time to do that on stage. You know what I mean? Right. So it's it's nice to just. It, you know, it's like finding it's like finding a, a you know finding like a, a gold nugget, but it's all covered in shit you gotta mm-hmm. chip off and wash off you know it's mm-hmm. that it's like sometimes it's it's the nuggets buried so deep that i don't have time to do it on stage i have to like yeah yeah normally i would just be sitting there thinking those thoughts or saying them to myself right but when you're saying them out loud like that too you're you're hashing them out and you're working it out in real time yeah yeah tim's the best at that shit tim dylan is so funny off the cuff on yeah, those this rants my, this motherfucker get started on a rant oh my god his rants are fucking incredible yeah. He's dystopian. My, he's the best at ranting. Uh, yeah, he's the best. He's yeah. the best at it. And it translates to his stand-up. Like, his stand-up got way better after he started doing his podcast. And it's just, it's like a, it's a premise factory. 
Yeah. It's another person that's been in the mothership. All, most of the people have come now. Oh, right? yeah. Everybody's right now. Man, it's so awesome. Tim I'm, talks a lot of shit, but he bought a second house here. <laughs> he can shut the fuck up. He bought a he bought a house out here. Yeah, he I try I try to explain to people what like what you know because I I would never tell somebody hey this is better than New York or better than that because that's you know that's a stupid argument to have. Yeah, but you should. I feel like you should go wherever you're going to benefit the most, wherever you have the most connections, wherever you're going to get the most stage time. Yeah, you know and. And you get a lot of stage time out here, like like comic. Uh, what was his name? Cam Patterson mm-hmm. moved out here from uh, from fucking Florida. Uh, from Florida. Yeah, I saw. Listen, I saw this dude on on the internet. He had put a joke on Instagram, and it came up in my feed, and I liked it and followed him. Followed me back. A month and a half later, Mothership opens. I'm standing outside smoking on the second day. And he goes walking by me on the street. He's like, hey, don't I know you? He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, are you, did you move here? He was like, yeah. And I was like, hey, come come in on Monday to the open mic. Mm. He comes in, Adam loves him. He does bottom of the barrel the next day. Adam's like, holy shit, Tony sees him. Tony's like, I love this motherfucker. He got he gonna kill Tony, kill that shit. Now, and, and it's like- and he went on the Kill Tony anniversary show. Yeah, he was on the anniversary show, and yeah. he's a door guy now. Yeah. And it's like, the, <laughs> his whole life just changed up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, I love the door guy program. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, And yeah. It's, it's basically an, a, an advanced version of what we had at the store, but genuinely dedicated to development of new talent. Bro, those, the door guys get so much stage time. But we were talking about that before we ever did this when we we're in the when we were planning this out and we were hanging out in the Vulcan we we, we all were in agreement you got to have two nights of open mic nights oh yeah you got to have a lot of open mic minimum yeah. minimum you got it's that's how the store had it back in the day that's really the best way to do it it's the and you can always have you know like last time we did open mic night Bill Burr is in town he went up like a bunch of people right. go up they'll it'll be pros after the the amateurs well but, I think a lot of clubs don't do you know, because open mic doesn't, it's not a money making night. No. You know, and so a lot of clubs, like, they see it as an afterthought, but it's like, it's stupid. You it's have to a, nurture the scene. It's an advantage. You're you're doing it for the, the, the greater good of the art form. You're The more people that do it, the better the people will be. The better the people that are around you, the better you'll be. It's like, it's good for everybody. And if you're a comedy fan and you go in one day and you see some kid who's been doing comedy for two years, and it's kind of funny. And then you come back six years later, and they're fucking headlining. They're a beast. And yeah. you're like, wow, this is wild. Mm-hmm. This is wild. It's beautiful to see, man. It's it's exciting. It's an exciting time for stand-up. It's my favorite place. And, you know, what we're doing out here is the best that we can do right here. It doesn't mean that it's better than anywhere else. It's like, it, they're all great if you yeah. do it the right way. But you got to do it the right way. Yeah, it's just it's just another place where you can do it. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not like you don't have. To, I don't think you have to like. There's a winner, or it's, that's that's dumb. No, but it does help that there's so many good comics here. There's a lot of good comics here. There's a lot of stage time here, and there's decent money to be made here, even if you're not a like famous comic. You yes. know, because all the spots pay pretty well. Yeah. You know, and well, that's I, the, that's the good thing that we did out here. We jacked that up. Yeah, all that free shit. If your if your show don't pay, it's not gonna last here. Yeah. No, like We're if not, you. Cause my attitude's always been the same. It's like it's not like it's not like I'm above doing a free show, but if you if I find out you're making money and you're not paying the comics, exactly. then I'm not fucking with you. Exactly. Well, they used to have those shows in L.A. where like the one person putting on the show was making all the money. They were making thousands of dollars. And they'd give like fifty dollars to this person. They'd give a couple hundred bucks out out of thousands and thousands right, of dollars for right. a sold out show. But that person wasn't even the good comic. People yeah. were coming to see all the other people, and the other people were just doing the show because it was convenient. They were in town. Yeah, I want to do a set. 
and they just wanted to do a set just to to work out. Right, and you right. think of the store as a place to just work out, and you realize, oh, somebody's like massively profiting, <laughs> right. They're making this like eighty five percent of the money. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of fucked up, but it's you know, that doesn't have to be the case. Like the way we're doing it is way better. Like where the comics feel appreciated, the reason why people are going there is for the comics, so the, like they make the money. Like that's how it's supposed to be. And yeah. It's, and it's it's also good for everybody else. It's it's good. It's good for the club. The the club's got to understand like, what are you selling? Like this is the argument that I had with the store when I got banned. I was like, you have a box with a microphone in it. If we don't go, you have nothing. You're not selling the comedy store. This comedy store is a great venue that has a, a lot of amazing history, but it's filled with us. We're the comedians. So if yeah. a, a shithead like you is making decisions and supporting a fucking joke thief over the rest of the community, you know what the fuck is going on. You, yeah. All you have is a box. It's, it's the, the institution, I mean, almost most of the institutions in comedy work that way, where the institution gets most of the money. Yeah. and But it's like, uh, but they, the problem is they get you when you're not a draw, right? right. So then they can say, oh, well, you're not. they're not here because of you. Right. So, so, you, so you get used to getting underpaid and not asking more about the money and how you're compensated. And, yeah. And before you know it, you just have, you know, when it's all said and done, you have all these memories and, you you know, it's the prestige. And Well, the thing about the store was it was a great place to work on your act and then you'd make money going to other places. Right. So that's how I always approached it. I always approached it as its home base. I'm glad they make money because I want to support it, you know, and it's the best club that's ever existed. Yeah, I don't it's, think they should make nothing. Yeah. They, yeah. they should just... It, the, just when you would find out like how much money like was on one of those sh- bringer shows, those shows were those showcase shows, it's you feel violated. You feel like yeah. you, you fucked me. Like you know, you know that that's not fair. You you give him someone fifty dollars, you're making six thousand. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. But that's what happens when people are allowed to do shit like that. You know, and it's it's all, generally the people that are doing it aren't artists. It's just like a business person that's figured out this little loophole that the artists who are just like not good at like planning for shit, they're kind of scatterbrained and impulsive. There's every kind of artist. Yeah. At every level. Yeah. 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 So the concept behind this is just that, well, let's just put all the power in the hands of the artists and just do it right. Do it ethically and create like a real sense of community. There's people that don't like that. Who? People, I think people that benefit from... Artists being uh, yeah, you mean people that don't own the clubs, people yeah, yeah people that are just people that don't benefit from Carter's being empowered, you know. <sighs> well, like, it's oh. not even a power thing. It's 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 like you need them too. Like I'm happy that they make money. I want everybody yeah. to make money. Well, but you, the thing is, like they always held it over us. But you know what it is? Making money gives you the ability to say no. Yeah. To other money, like it's like it's like because what I find is like people in the in show business a lot of times it's like all their power is in the fact that you don't have any you don't have anything mm-hmm. so it's like it, all I gotta do is throw a little bit of money at you and you have to say yes because you you living in LA you trying to survive your rent is $8,000 a month for, right. for an efficiency and you need money yeah. and so I'm gonna you're gonna sign this shitty contract and I'm gonna give you 10 grand and that's more money than you've ever had at once right and I'm, and I'm buying the rights to your idea and I'm gonna turn around and make Ten million dollars off it, but it's like there's all. But but when you when you have security in your money, you can say no to shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sort of situation in Hollywood only really applies to big budget things now. 
It's very hard to get people to like if they know what's going on to sign off on something like that now. Like, no. but but if you like a big budget thing is different. Like if it's a movie or something like that, yeah. you know, then it's like, what are you gonna do? Well, if it'll make me famous, it'll give me steady work. Yeah, yeah. Some desperate people. To, it's desperate people in the show in the show business. You know what's wild is this story with the Flash. Do you know the story with the movie The Flash? I mean, I know Ezra it's, Miller was like a controversial figure. But to say it mildly. Really? To say it mildly. Okay, hit me. I mean, he must be so good in this fucking movie. I haven't seen the movie, but I heard it's really good. Yeah. Did he, but did he, he must kidnap so, the person, right? He's a freak, man. Okay. I mean, he's non-binary. He says he's a they-them, which gives him a lot of leeway. But with the stuff that he gets accused of, it's like, what? Did, what, did, what is he accused of, Jamie? It's, it's weird. Because it's it's hard to imagine that they still release this movie with all these controversial charges against this guy. And I understand that like they spent some god awful amount of money on the movie. You know what's funny too is the, uh, the 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 Batgirl lady didn't do shit. They just canceled her movie. Um. Yeah, but what he got something with children. Okay. Uh, Vanity Fair's report. Uh, followed an update from Rolling Stone which detailed how Vermont State Police were unable to find a mother and her three children who are allegedly living in unsafe conditions at Miller's Farm in the state. Reportedly, the police attempt to serve the mother with an emergency care order that would take away the children from Miller's property. The repeated attempt to contact the mother apparently is what resulted in the police charging Miller with felony, felony burglary. Vermont State Police also report this occurred after police found out that several bottles of alcohol were taken from a residence. After looking at surveillance footage, they found probable cause to charge Miller, who was issued a citation to show up in Vermont Superior Court for arraignment in late September. Imagine the flash steals your booze. You see the flash is breaking into your house and stealing your booze? It was his house, though, wasn't it? I don't know. It's, well, it says it's his property. People were staying It says there. it's taking from a residence. Miller's property. Well, the parents, the the children were staying at Miller's property. His farm. His farm, right. The, okay, it says the repeated attempt, contact mother, apparently resulted in police charging Miller with felony burglary. This occurred after police found out that several su- surveillance footage, several bottles of alcohol were taken from a, a residence. It doesn't say the same residence. It says a residence, like someone's home. So he's, he was stolen from someone's house. After looking at surveillance footage, they found the probable cause to charge Miller. So it's not his. He stole booze from someone's house. So that's what I was saying, Jay. That doesn't seem that bad. Yeah, but that's crazy. Imagine the Flash is stealing booze. <laughs> Are you a fucking superhero? You're stealing my booze? Well, imagine somebody that's, that's rich stealing anything from you. Right. What do those two things have to do with each other? I don't know. But there was there, So the, the child, the mother and the children, who knows what that is? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that, could be, that could be anything. You want glasses and ice? Can we get glasses and ice for Mr. Simpson? Yeah, I don't, but there was something else. Like, there was a uh, protection order uh, put against him. There were unattended guns at the house. A source alleged that one child picked up a stray bullet and put it in her mouth. Oh, Jesus. A social worker visited the home and told the children's father that they looked good, yet there was more work to do. Yeah, so but there was, wasn't there something else, though? That's what I'm wondering. I've never heard. I, There's more than one case. Yeah, it sounded to me like people rented his house and then some shit was happening at his house and he's trying to get involved, but that does not seem like what was really happening. It seemed like there's something else. You sound like an Ezra Miller apologist. I've, no, I've never heard of it. No, what is that? What, do you, what is that that you got right there? This is uh, Estancia. Oh, that stuff's horrible. Is it? That's the that's is Megan it? Murphy stuff. No. 
No? No. It's not? Is that tequila? Those are way different bottles. Oh, okay. I think. Let's get him some ice and some glasses. I I just wanted, I just got it because it was different. I don't know. It smells recent. What is that? No, no, that is. That's yeah. Is that it? Racia. Racia. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, That stuff is turpentine. Megan loves that. Doesn't make any sense. What's that? What does it taste like? Death. Okay. It tastes like turpentine. I think it's nasty, but she likes it. I don't know. Some people just like really fucking strong alcohol. Here we got ice. What is this? Tusi. Uh, I don't know, man. Grab some stuff. Just grab whatever looks good. Bruh, I don't even know. Well, I'm going I'm to taste this. I'm going to see yeah. if it's bad as you say. It's bad. This, though. Give that stuff a, a try first. Yeah. If you want, we can break out some smelling salts. <laughs> see what we got going on here. It can't be that bad. Oh, it's bad. Take a sip of that. It's tequila moonshine, basically. Go ahead. Go Hit ahead, it. Though. Hit it. Enjoy. Oh, shit. I told you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Nasty. Don't what the fuck, fuck, Megan? What the fuck? What the fuck, Megan? This shit tastes like... <laughs> <laughs> she loves it. it. Tastes like floor cleaner or some it's shit. It's so nasty. Yeah, yeah, I'm good on this. Yeah. I mean, who likes that? Weirdos. Let me get a swig of that. Just so I... You're not, you're okay. not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> you're not alone. Oh, it's it's so gross, man. It's foul. Can I, Here we go. Let's take a little bit. I'm gonna take my punishment. <laughs> it's worse than I remember. Oh, yeah, it's real bad. It's, it's foul. foul. Smelling you know salts, so you can forget that. Oh yeah, bust out the smelling salts. It's fre- they're fresh, so you can. <sighs> oh yeah. Oh, you really got smelling salts? Yeah. Of course you do. Of course you do. Why is that surprising at all? Theo Vaughn is addicted. Mm. Whoops, Theo Vaughn. Is is this the same ones? Oh, this is it's like in new. the it's, bag. This is gonna be new. rough. It's gonna be rough. Uh, but are those for, like for the like, legit joints? They use it in fights. Oh yeah, no, the, they use it, as it gets. They use it like powerlifters use it before they attempt a big lift. Really? Yeah, like that's yeah. in a special package. This is not. This is a different company. This is not in a special package. Like oh Jesus, this one's so bad, Jamie. I, I know. Oh, my, my eyes hurt. <laughs> I. My eyes hurt so from opening the bag, I dude. I haven't even house. opened the bottle. This says, I don't know what this means. Maguey Masparillo. Holy shit, dude. Just smell this bag. Just smell the bag. Why are you doing this? The oh. bag is closed. Oh! <laughs> That's just the bag. That's just the bag. I love even this. He didn't give me no fucking, he didn't go, take a little tiny, take your time. Oh. Okay, this is still sealed. Oh, man. This is going, the rest of this episode is going to turn into me smelling stuff. Bro, this hurts from here. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Joe. No. <laughs> what is it? Too close. <laughs> it can't be that bad. It Hold is. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, he went too close. Oh my god. We have to take a break, I think. No, no, no. We're good. Brian's Bro, gonna go. It's still burning me. And Brian almost ate it. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> This one is so much stronger, dude. I know. That's it's why I'm leaving these so, in the package. So much stronger. Oh, I got some. Shit. Oh, that's bad. That is so much stronger. Oh, that's bad. It's so bad. Oh, Lord. That is. That's the old one times like a thousand. Oh, oh my God. Oh, why? It hurts, dude, still. Oh, man. It still hurts. Oh, shit. The inside of my nose got scorched. Oh, God. I thought they had flavored ones that I was oh, going to get. Oh, what flavor? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find it. Oh, Lord. 
I think they might stop. Folks at home, you can't hear. Brian Simpson's in the hallway moaning. Oh, Jesus. That, that was so... the things I've ever done. Ever. Can you close the door, please? It's it's still burning me. And I did mine like 30 seconds before you. Pool water. Oh, Jesus Christ. It to me that I just remember pool water. It's this like is way worse than pool water. It's just... Sucking pool water. Every it's oh. the worst, man. Yo, this shit is... This one, Jamie, is so bad. It's so much worse than the other ones. Holy shit. I treated it like it was the other ones. And I took a real snifferoo. I got in it there was deep. In the package, package, it, like the package that came in the mail, it was smelling through that. Oh, it's insane how strong that is. Oh my god, dude, what the? That's fuck? insane. I don't. How know could that did. possibly help you? Lift? Why is that necessary? <laughs> imagine. I was thinking, do this and go on stage, but I never no, did. No but imagine that one, doing that one. People, you go on stage. People are like, what dude, drugs are you on? That was one of the smelling salts. That was one of the worst things I've never. I don't know if I've ever regretted something so quick. Where is it, by the way? Where'd you put it? Oh, it's right you have it. Okay, it's right here. Oh my god, dude, that shit—it burned my whole shit, like all up in my side. Is this supposed to be the same as the other ones we got? It's, there's only one he makes. That's that's insane. It's so inconsistent. What the fuck is it for? It's power lifters. They take a sniff of that shit and then lift weights. No way. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible, Jamie. Want to try know. it? No, no, absolutely not. My eyes are already I'm like close enough. To Bro, my eyes were watering when I opened up the bag. Just when I tore the top of the bag, my eyes started watering. Oh, man. That. That's insane. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, y'all don't even know what I was just going through. Yeah. It's harsh. Like, I I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me. That that bag fucked me up. Mm. And then you were like, that's even stronger. And I put it right here. Yeah. It's like, what the f- So the whole time I was suffering, I was feeling like an idiot. I was like, what the oh, fuck? Oh, I felt like an idiot, too, because I had done it before oh, on the ones that were not as potent. Oh, man. That is the most potent one by far. Easy. It's so hey, bad. The one I have is called Get red, that shit away Red line. That's worse? No, it was no just the, like the highest selling one on, uh, on Amazon. It says it's the, they use an advanced polymer to bring the strongest and longest lasting formulation yet. Oh. Maybe it lasts longer because this one, after a while, it does die. But this off. is made, yeah. This is made out of like some weird material that. That's I don't. We should probably store this in the garage. Yeah. Like I think it's bothering me just sitting here. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what that one smells like. Spreading <laughs> <Spare laughs> over. Oh Jesus Christ! No sir. Oof! It got me, these motherfuckers. <sighs> Do you smell it? Do you smell that? Like when you're holding the bottle? Do you smell it? Nope. Oh, you're oh, hiding man. it. Jimmy, can you bring? Can you bring a bottle of water? There's water right there in that 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 oh, metal fuck. cup. Yeah, that's right. Dude, what's wrong with us? Terrible taste in alcohol. That was so balance. stupid. So dumb. Oh man, Joe. I never. I can't. Got to. Can't wait to get Theo back in here. Open up a freshie. That's the thing. You got to open up that bag. Yeah. It's, oh. Yeah. It's still in the room. It sure is. Oh my god. But it's crazy because the ones that we had before were not, they were like one-tenth of that. I threw my glasses. Oh, yeah. I, I worried you were going to throw the smelling salts. Well, no, the thing is, I could Oh, you think that happened? I thought you tossed it. Oh, my God. Oh, really? I, I, you know, you I couldn't see. I didn't see that happening with you. Oh, yeah. Because my eyes were burning. I had to close my eyes. I, was, I had my eyes closed shut, and oh, I heard you go, You were like this. I was yeah. Like, oh, my God. Oh, man, what was wrong with me? Holy shit. Holy shit. God damn. It still hurts. The inside of my nose still hurts. I know. It's, 
It's probably like fifty times worse than the last one. And the wor- the worst shit is when you <laughs> is when you hurt yourself and like you can only blame yourself. Oh yeah. No, you can blame me. What did they figure out that makes it so fucking strong that nobody else has? I don't know how they stumbled across that. Man, that that uh, you know maybe this is the best advertisement for it. That's the strongest shit I've ever smelled ever. But, period. but Jamie, this is the same one as no, the other one. Yeah, 100%. So it's like a, the batches are different. That's it's just it's uh it's like a like a weed edible. You know, sometimes you break it up and you put too much in the left one and the one on the right gets yeah. a little bit less. Like if they start mixing that shit with cocaine, people will quit cocaine overnight. I 100 percent like, thought that I was gonna see blood yeah. in my, in this tissue when I just blew yeah. my nose. I'm it like, still it still hurts. It still hurts all yeah. up in my head. Yeah, my eyes hurt. And I thought, the thing is, I was breathing, but I didn't, I felt like I wasn't breathing. Yeah. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah, it was, it was like, I thought it was going to never end, The inside of my nose is scorched. It's fucking You're not supposed so to go that close. You guys went closer than you're supposed to go. Where are you supposed to go? Like six inches away, maybe? Where'd I go? Yeah, where was all that information I got fucking 10 minutes ago? It's, I, I, I got I, up in there. <laughs> you know, you weren't listening to me saying, <laughs> don't go that deep. Don't oh, go that so deep. like six inches, like right here. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Even that, then, though. That's, that's it's got to be, that, that sounds like cap to me. That's like, when they, that's like the, when they told us to stay six feet away for COVID. Right. It's like, that just sounds like a number that they, somebody just threw out there. Yeah, it actually says 12 inches away. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's oh, more like foot. it. Because okay. right here, God, damn, right we here, we both got me in up. there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got in there. I was like an inch from my nose. And do not do more than a few times per day. Uh-oh, somebody's, like I'm telling you, Joe, somebody's <laughs> going to remix this episode, and it's gonna, they're going to they're gonna constantly be playing... You going just suck on it, and then us sniffing Ugh. these fucking, <laughs> and it's gonna turn into it. They gonna put a beat to it. Uh, one can only hope. Um, oh yeah, the fans are fucking. The crazy. internet's amazing. The internet is so great. So, memes to me, like that's some of my favorite laughs of the day. It's ridiculous memes that people say. It really is a brand new kind of version of comedy. That yeah. is, it's but it, and it's very super culturally specific. Mm-hmm. You couldn't. Most of the best memes of the time, like you couldn't show somebody a meme, you know, in, a, you show somebody a meme in ten years with no context, and they just don't get it. Right. Know? Yeah. So it's like, um, it's like the, it's like the new version of a street joke. Right. Right. And some of them did just get everywhere, like the dude with the big dick sitting on the side of the oh, bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the pic, the pictures can be used for so many. Yes. Things. So yeah. many things. It's crazy. And there's some people out there that really be, you know, they really good at, the, at making a good meme. Anytime someone gets fucked up, anytime something happens, someone falls down, someone does that meme of me with the microphone there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know, and they don't get paid for it. Whoever, wherever they come from, somebody always takes credit and they don't right. get paid. Yeah. Well, there's all these pages that are just dedicated to memes. And they just find them, you know, on Reddit or wherever they get them from and 4chan. And they just post them everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's like... It's crowdsourced comedy. Yeah. And now everyone, everyone with a sense of humor has a folder dedicated to memes. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are quick with them, too. Like, when my friends send me them sometimes, like, how the f- did you have that? Right. Just sitting there, do you have them categorized? It all picked up during the pandemic, right? Don't mm, you think? Meaning? Nah, meaning was big before the pandemic. But don't you think it got bigger during the pandemic? You know what I think happened is I think there was just, there were memes that were more universal. So it felt like that. Like we all shared in more stuff mm. than we normally, you know what like I mean? Masks yeah, like masks. Yeah, like Tiger King type of deal. Yeah. Like, it was like, if that wasn't for the pandemic, it's like that would have been kind of popular, but people would, everyone wouldn't have seen it. You imagine if Trump pardoned him? I, th- I thought he would have. <laughs> I wonder if it was on a list. I thought he was going to, but I think he probably said some shit about Trump in the past. Did he? Or something. Mm. Something. Not wise. Because it it's wild that he wouldn't do it because so many people wanted him to. Yeah. Is he in jail? Yeah. 
I thought he was dying of cancer. Oh, this was posted yesterday. Hmm. So he says, uh, yeah, I don't know. What is it? He, he, he tagged the he tagged Trump. Listen, Trump. This what? can't this can't no. be real. That's what is it account. saying? I think it is his account because yeah. they they messaged me on that. It said uh, someone better start doing reform because they and their families are supporting me because you never keep your promises. Mm. Okay, I don't, I don't know what that means. I'm not sure what that means, but that guy. I mean, that, that what a what a weird cultural phenomenon, right? Everyone's locked in their home. And then all of a sudden, there's this wacky reality show about a dude who collects tigers, and everybody's telling you you have to see it. Yeah, and they were right. It was great, it was but it's, they just caught lightning in a bottle. They, they, just, they, hit, they hit the perfect spot. Yeah, they were like HBO by accident. Yeah. For once. For one show. Yeah, Tiger King, was a, Tiger King was a hit. I mean, they've had a couple hits, too, though. Um, yeah, but that one was, like, everywhere. for president. No, no, no. was trying to. <laughs> State sends back his paperwork because he's not on the presidential ballot in Colorado. Colorado's like, no, son. Fuck out of here. Damn. The smelling salts, man. <sighs> I'm just coming back to normal. Yeah, I'm just, it still burns a little bit. Yeah, my right nostril is still a little lit but up. But boy, I'm breathing good. Yeah, it cleaned you out. Is that what that's for? I mm -hmm. think that's what that's for. Well, I think it's just a central nervous stimulant. The idea is that you get that jolt of it, and your whole body's like, ah! And then you get fucking, rawr! Yo, do that in, do that in the cold plunge. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. I know it from people fainting. God. They used to break it out when you faint, and then you put it oh, up the smelling right. salts, well, and you wake well, up. But well, like, then people start doing other shit. Of course. But imagine waking up. like you got Now you got a concussion, and you can't breathe. What is the, uh, what's the purpose of amyl nitrate? Because a lot, those were poppers, and people would take amyl nitrate and they would pop it under their nose and sniff it. Yeah, it makes and, you and get really high. I know it's a sex thing. It's used yeah. to it makes you want to vasodilator. Vasodilator is medicines that cause the blood vessels in the body to dilate and involuntary smooth muscles to relax, lowering blood pressure and loosening up that booty holes. That's what, yeah. Apparently, that was a uh, big thing in the gay community, and um, contributed to uh, like it, I, I guess it like really fucks you up. I think um, amyl nitrate. I think it gives you brain damage. Also, a cyanide poisoning antidote. Oh wow! Also, if you get cyanide poisoning, you crack one of those babies. One of those things from the twenties and thirties. Oh. I don't know people get cyanide poisoning these days. Yeah. I remember there's always like the fucking. The spy but that had a fake tooth. But it's illegal. To, it's illegal there. to sell as like a sex thing. So they they oh, sell really? it. Yeah. So now it's a it's VCR head cleaner is what they sell. Oh God. So that, that's how they sell it. <laughs> oh God. So it's like if you go into a, a porn store or an adult store, it's the only thing in there that'll help. That's a VCR product. That's hilarious. But it's definitely not poppers. It's not for sniffing for sex. Right, that's like bath salts. It's the cleaning of ECR, which salts. everyone has. Um, oh, yeah, bath salts. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Was, is that a sex thing? Yeah, well, bath salts was a drug, like an amphetamine-type <clears throat> drug, like a designer drug that they were selling that you could buy at, like, fucking 7-Eleven. You'd buy it like a supermarket or at like a like a convenience store, gas station store. And these these things, they would say, not for human consumption, bath salts. And it was it was like an amphetamine, and people were smoking it. You never, you don't remember that? I remember bath salts being a thing, but I never was like into it. So I don't, I don't. I was never well, it was in the news it. because like some dude was on bath salts and he ate some guy's face. 
Yeah, but what wasn't that? That wasn't end up not being because of the basalt. Was he just, well, he's fucking insane. He was insane, right? But the basalts definitely didn't help. <laughs> I mean, if you're on meth yeah. and you're insane, if you're already prone to some kind of yeah delusional shit, yeah, it's just gonna make it worse. Yeah. What is the de- What were basalts? I think it's more than one different chemical because it's not regulated. I'm making sure it wasn't this stuff. Ah. But can you actually use bath salts for baths? No. Okay, so it's all bullshit. No. I mean, if you did, you'd probably die. Synthetic. It probably all knows. all that bath salts would get into your skin from the warm water. All that meth. <laughs> you, you think a meth you, bath? Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, it'll get in you your think, skin. <laughs> you think it's just a meth bath? It's like all. Well, if you did it that way. If you did pour it into hot water, it yeah. would most likely well, get, get in all your it's getting in your holes for sure. It's a synthetic version of this drug. Which cat. Is oh, that's cat. what the uh, Somali pirates take. Can you uh, make that larger? What does cat do? Does this make you want to? It's like an amphetamine. Uh, cathinone is a monoamine alkaloid found in the shrub Cathus edulis and is chemically similar to ephedrine. Ephedrine. Is it ephedrine? Ephedrine. Ephedrine. Cathine, uh, meth. Methcathinone, cathine, methcathinone, and other amphetamines. So it's an amphetamine. It's probably the main contributor to the stimulant effect of cathus edulis, also known as cat. So cathinone is basalt? Synthetic cathinone. Synthetic cathinone. Marketed as bath salts. Should not be confused with products such as Epsom salts, which people use during bathing. Yeah, so I wonder how many people bought it and thought it was actual bath salts and poured it in the bath. And you, I bet they did. Because if it says bath salts, some really fucking stupid person doesn't know. They were breaking into buildings to get that shit back in like 2011. The bath salts. Yeah. Yeah, that's why like if you mention, if you mention that a drug is, is killing people. People want to buy it. Yeah, people want it. Yeah. And K2 yeah. was big at the same time. Remember that? What was K2? Uh, an herb-like substance that people smoked instead of He's weed that they sprayed shit on. Remember that? And then they would kept they kept changing what they were spraying on it every so often because it would get outlawed. Do you remember oh, this? It was then like much. then also uh, the salvia. Then people were like, "Oh, is it like the salvia shit that salvia. we're smoking?" It was like, salvia. Yeah, it's salvia. It's not like that. Yeah, that is not okay. the same thing. I, salvia is strong. I've done salvia once, and I. Yeah, salvia is real. I mean that's that is a real fucking spice. drug. Spice they also call it. The... Salvia might be the strongest. It might, if, in terms of its effect, maybe the strongest drug I've ever taken. Well, do you know that salvia is? It's either in the family of sage or what do you want? Tissue. It's either in the sage family, or it it is sage, like salvia divinorum. I think is. Which is interesting because, you know, sage, we've always thought of like wise old sage, like some right. ancient wisdom. And the fact that it's actually a psychedelic. Is that the same thing? Like if you buy sage, is that salvia? No. No. no, no, so, no. Is it a version it's, it's of known it? known as, it's just called diviner sage or seer sage. I don't, I don't. I'm it's not, not an actual it. sage? I mean, it's a plant. It's a shrub. I don't mm. know. It's okay. kind of like a generic term. Maybe it's like a, oh, Okay. But that's that stuff used to be able to buy it everywhere. I couldn't believe it. It's so powerful, dude. I, so the first time I did it, <clears throat> I remember, I, like I thought that my body had shattered into like little millions of mini me's, and I was like panicking, trying to keep myself together. And one, that's what sage is called, salvia. So oh, it so is. it is. It's related somehow. It says salvia often. So salvia divinorum. 
is the salvia that is um yeah okay and so that's a different kind of salvia that's sage yeah that must be like salvia has got to be some sort of Mm. against the genus so that's like at least so somehow another largest yeah yeah okay Um, you know that people you people use that drug to like try to be shaman like yeah i took some salvia this is what i saw that's your future it's like oh god Right, because you will see some crazy shit. I, I, the, um, there was a girl with me doing it the first time I did it, <clears throat> and she wanted to do hers in the bathtub filled with pillows. She's like, oh, it'd be so cool, whatever. And they put her in there, and she took the hit, and we closed the door, and she screamed for like 30 seconds. She thought she was falling in the bottom of this pit. <gasps> see, the thing about salvia is this is what's so this is why salvia is so powerful, because it's it's the only drug I've ever taken where – it is impossible for you to realize that you're on drugs. You, whatever, it only lasts for, you know, 30 seconds or so, but you think that shit is happening. Like, mm. there's it, it no doubt in your mind, there's no point where you can stop and be like, oh, it's okay, I'm on salvia. You know, like, if you do too many mushrooms or you do too, yeah. too much, you're like, I'm just real high. No, on salvia, you're like, this is happening. I'm literally falling into the abyss. Somebody kicked me into the pit from 300. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you, have, did you ever see the video of Ari? <laughs> Where he took salvia on Red Band's show. Mm-mm. He took salvia on Red Band's show and said he lived another life for months. He said he had friends, he went to work, he had relationships, all this different shit, and then he woke up. He was gone, he said, for months. And it was like 10 minutes. So he just tripped balls for 10 minutes. I encourage everyone to watch it. Rips and like he didn't take a, the first one good enough, so he took another hit, and then this is like the start of like a five-minute video where he just starts slipping away. Yeah, he just went into another dimension, lived a different life. Coming back is where things start getting real yeah. different. That's what freaks me out. Like, what if that's really what's going on? What if there's like multiple Brian Simpsons living in multiple realms all over the world right now? And that's what dreaming all is? over the all over the universe. It's you just connecting to your different bodies. <sighs> Connecting to your consciousness to different portals. Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot to that belief that, like, the fact that we are all separate beings is an illusion. Yeah. You're just a little piece that's living a little piece, that, but you're you're connected to everything. Do you think that there's a, a purpose to this this struggle, then? is like, if, if we're all connected in some ways, like, what is everyone struggling? What is that facilitating? Like, what's that creating that's necessary? Like, why is that happening? What's the overall purpose of that if we're all connected? I don't think there is a purpose. No? No. But I it's think doing something. The need, the need for purpose is a human affliction. Mm. The need to, for things to mean something, you know? Right. It's like when you see, you know, when you see a, you know, when you see a shark eat a, or you see a, a killer whale eat a seal, you don't go, what does it mean? Right, and the, the the whale's definitely not thinking that. You right. know, it's like they're just being. Right. I don't think there's a purpose. I think we just are. We, the purpose is to experience. Right, but the thing that's happening with human beings with this this struggle and this like conquering resources and all the different one of the things they're doing is they're they're constantly creating new and better things, and it seems to like an overall purpose of the human race. I just wonder if somehow or another that competition is what facilitates this increase in technology and innovation. Part of it is because of the competition. Part of it is because of the fact that we don't get along. Like this is like the struggle that creates movement. Well, human beings, we need competition to, to survive. 
know? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you like, it's like if you were ever in charge of multi, of like of a big group of people, and you need to get the best thing to do is to break them into two teams and keep score. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We need. It's just. I think it's something in human nature. We need an enemy mm-hmm. for us to unite. That's why, like. You know, America was never more together than like the month after 9 11. Yeah, for sure. Right? Because, like, oh, now there's a them. Mm-hmm. And we all feel justified because we don't know better. Remember the American flags on everybody's car? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, people listening to country music they never had. <laughs> we'll put a boot in your ant. <laughs> right? People got very excited. So it's about like, it. I, I think that's just how people are built up. They did that to, they did that to us in the military. You, you have, you, you know, it's like, well, obviously, we're all the same unit. We're all the same big unit with the same mission. But, you know, it's your company versus my company. It's your platoon versus my platoon. Mm. It's your squad versus my squad within the platoon. And it's like the competition, it pushes people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Everybody wants to win. Winning yeah. feels great. Yeah. Triumph. Yeah. That's the best shit ever. When you watch a, when you watch another person triumph, you're like, you feel it. Like when 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 uh when Izzy beat Perea, mm-hmm. we felt that shit. Yeah. We were all yeah. we were in the mothership green room. You were I think you were calling the fights. Yeah. But man, that moment, yeah. We lost our shit in there, man. And we yeah. were all look we were all looking at like a laptop screen and everybody was like, ah, ah and then the speech he gave afterwards, like everything was just so perfect and you felt that yeah. fucking that's the as good as entertainment ever oh, gets. Yeah, he's like, I just wish he just, I wish, wish you could have this feeling. Yeah, it's like, oh, I know that feeling. Oh man, Woo! but at his level, like, oh how, man, that's the, that's gotta be an insane. The best of the world, redemption, redemption. overcoming the demon, revenge, revenge, flatlining oh, the the demon, all the worst things, all yeah. the all the most. He triumphed over like three things in that one moment, and he triumphed over the the guy stylistically, which is the most dangerous opponent yeah. for him. And, and here's the other thing: he, what I what I love so much about that moment, you gotta love. You, this is what I love about Izzy: is he he knows how to be an entertainer. A lot of the fi- the fighters don't realize that. It's like you have to be. Uh, the greatest part was the arrows when he yeah. shot the arrows into his body. Because who who and what was so beautiful about that moment to me is. He won in the same position that he lost the last time. Yeah. The last time he got in that position where he was getting welled on up against the fence, he lost. And then he got put back right in that same position and had yeah. a fucking plan for it. Yeah. It was perfect. Did oh, you see the, the videos of him drilling that? Oh, no. He drilled that. He drilled that over and over again. Back to the ropes, right hand. Back to the ropes, right hand. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, of there's course. A, tons of video of him with his back to a wall in training throwing that right hand. Of course. Yeah. He he went over the videos. He saw the whole, you know, he went over the the fights. He saw the style. The style is so the fucking blood clots. Look at this. So they 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 planned this. And look how the guys fighting. He's fighting like Pajeda. Literally the same right hand off wow. the off the cage. Same exact right hand. Did it perfect. But that's also the same right hand that he landed at the end of the first round. So the end of the first round, in the first MMA fight, he had Pajeda in real trouble. I but then that. the bell rang. He would have had him right there. It's basically he had him in the same trouble he had him with the first right hand where he knocked him out in the second fight. Yeah. Because yeah. it was the second shot that put him away. The and first they, shot rocks him, the second shot puts him and, away, and then the hammer fits. And they actually have a lot of respect for each other. Oh yeah. But the thing is, you know, I always I always feel bad for the foreign fighters 
or or I'll say I'll say this: with fighters, where English is not their first language, mm. when it comes to the shit talking game, because because oh, yeah. it's so cultural, and and if and if you don't if you're not immersed enough in in in, in American culture, that trash talk, because probably because because was probably saying some shit where like if you speak. Yeah. Portuguese, you were like, hey, I'm talking that right. shit. But in English, it doesn't translate. You know, like it, you, you know, like they, yeah, it's not the same thing. He's like, oh, a, a man with two horses. Has <laughs> it's like that's that's not it's not coming across. You know what I mean? Right. In, in Brazil, like like he talking that shit. But right, over here, right, it's like right. you can't you can't talk shit with Izzy in English because you don't you can't yeah. keep up. No. Yeah, yeah, he has to get by just on his talent. I mean, his his draw is just his destruction ability. Oh, he is talented. Yeah. Oh, he's so talented. And he's moving up, right? I believe so. It's interesting. Uh, Anderson Silva said he thought it was a mistake. Moving up? Yeah. I, I didn't read the article. I just read the headline. But it said Anderson Silva thought it was a mistake for him to move up to 205, which is interesting because I don't know if that's necessarily no, I think true. He's, I think he's gonna. I think he's going to dominate. Well, the problem is wrestlers. The problem is wrestlers because Izzy, you know, had him in some real bad positions in that first fight. Uh, Anderson Silva, not a fan of Pajeda's move to 205. He wanted Pajeda to win back the middleweight title before moving to light heavyweight. I think that cut is too much. I think that cut is real bad it's for a him. It's huge, man. It's so bad for you. And he's, I think he's 35 now. There's a, you know, at a certain age, like your body just does not want to do that anymore. You're, no. you're killing yourself no. one day before a cage fight. I was done. I was over getting punched in the face in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Like the last time I got punched in the face, I was like, I don't like that. Yeah. I'm not going to do it on purpose. Especially getting punched in the face by that guy or either one of those guys. But you He's know what? facing Jan Bohovic, which is a uh, fucking that's, wild that's, fight. That's going to be a problem. And Jan Bohovic is a very good grappler, too. So, you I mean, he dominated Izzy on the ground. And Jan, you know what, too? Jan is very good at game planning. Oh, yeah. You know? He's also got tremendous power. Yeah. Pol- Fucking tremendous power. Polish power. But he doesn't always show up. Well, I mean, think, you know, if you look at the Glover Teixeira fight, that's a fight where he, you know, you could say he didn't show up. But I don't think that's the case. I think that Glover's just that good. Yeah. And yeah, and I mean, especially that was like Glover's kind of last swan song. He won the title. Well, he just didn't. He didn't. What, okay, maybe he didn't show up. Is not fair, Jan. I would never say that to you in person. I would say he didn't seem as locked in as he did when he fought Izzy. I think I genuinely think that that's just how good Glover is. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I think Glover's a beat. He's just in his forties. But he's still a fucking animal, man. And, and in that fight, when he won the title, he was stellar. I mean, if you watch the performance, you watch how he catches Jan with a left hand, how he takes him down, how he takes his back. I mean, you can't really put it against Jan. I think he got clipped. You think he's going to be done anytime soon? Glover or Jan? Glover. Yeah, I think Glover's done. Yeah, mm-hmm. Glover retired after Jamal Hill boxed him up. Jamal Hill showed him, I think, that at the top of the light heavyweight division now, these young guys, especially like a talented striker like Jamal, that's just, it's just too much. Yeah, the fighting on, uh, more than any other sport, the UFC moves the fastest in terms of of the next generation, like adopting. Yeah, yeah, because I, I seriously believe this is true of fighting, comedy, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I think the the current generations. Amazing becomes the next generation's basics, mm-hmm. right? Where and and then they build, and then that becomes their basics. And so the amazing shit they do is even more amazing. Right. It's like it's like basketball, right? Where it's like I remember seeing Michael Jordan when he went up 
on one side of the basket, brought it back down and came back. It's like, and I had never seen anybody do that before. It was amazing. Mm. And now you can't even be in the NBA if you can't do that. If you're a point guard in the NBA, you have to be able to do that. Mm. It's the basics. You know what I mean? You know what uh, what Killer Mike showed us yesterday? What? Michael Jordan's brother. You know, Michael Jordan had oh, a brother yeah. he a said he was a better motherfucker. He said he was better than him. Well, he, he a lot of Michael's moves you see his brother do. So Fade away jump shots. Where's his brother? His brother's smaller. Oh, his brother's than him. just smaller than him. Yeah, but his brother's a killer player. I don't know whatever happened with him. If he played professionally, I don't know what happened. But the dude was fucking good. But I get. But the other thing we were saying yesterday, like imagine having that brother as a sparring partner. This was like five eight. He's only five eight. Wow. Yeah, but then, but also imagine him not being famous too in some way. It's like no, yeah. It's like to for me to not know who he was until just now or yesterday for me. Yeah, it, that, right. that seems kind of crazy. Like maybe he should have like the you know the um, the, the children's Jordans or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or you know what I'm saying? You think you would like slide him something? Right. Some kind of way to make a. Yeah, I don't know. Some people just want everybody to do it for themselves. No, I, th- I think it's a smart thing, man. Like, <clears throat> a lot of people don't realize, like, you know how that, you, because you have the power, you can make someone famous. You know, I've seen you do it to several people. But some people don't realize that, like, you, some people that think they want that don't realize what actually comes with it. Yeah, they don't know what it is. Right. So it's like, you know, maybe, maybe he just protected him from that. It was like, you don't need to be famous. I'll take care of you. But I don't you it. don't want that. I doubt it. No? Michael Jordan loves being famous. He took care of his brother. He's got a pretty good job. He gave him a job with the team he owned. He played professional basketball, but just oh, okay. not in the NBA. There you go. Yeah, well, working, we just don't know who he is. He's right. not famous. Working That's for the Bobcats. Well, you know. Yeah, yeah, maybe he enjoys yeah, it. it is maybe a job. he's a more low-key dude. You know, some yeah. people don't want that pressure. I mean, look, you only live a certain amount of time in this world. How much pressure do you really want? Yeah. Well, the thing too is like you don't want to be the, f- you don't want to be the famous person with a job. Like you, you have to, be, to to handle being famous. You have to have enough money to protect yourself from the negative side of it. Yes. You know, and if yes. you you can't just get you know. Well, that's why famous reality stars are fucked. Yeah, right. They don't have any money. Right. You know, you're not rich enough to deal with being famous. It's because you gotta, or you'll lose your mind. Yeah. And yeah. then sometimes they're famous for a little while, and then they're not on TV anymore, and then they have regular jobs. I remember there was a couple of those guys from, like, the real world where, you know, they were infamous on the real world, and then they're just out there in the wild with no money. Right. Famous. You remember the rude gay guy from season four? Yeah, he just delivered, he just dropped off my pocket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But, you know, it's not, and there's nothing wrong with that. Working, working a nine-to-five is, honor, is an honorable, respectable fucking thing. For sure. But it's like... You know, I just I, I I feel sorry for the generation of like young folks that want to be known, but, yeah, but they don't care what they known for. Well, it's a goal, right? And it's very difficult to get. And it's also you're saying like games, like people yeah. want to win. If your your friend has you know a hundred thousand Instagram followers and you have a hundred and twenty thousand, and you guys are like battling it out. To yeah. see who's a bigger influencer, and you're doing stunts and shit at the mall and, and pranks. It's wild because like you know you know TikTok. So you know how um, you know Spotify will pay per listen per play, and YouTube will pay per views, right? Mm-hmm. Well, TikTok doesn't do that. TikTok has a pool of money that only goes to like the top 500 people or something like that. I don't know what the exact number is. So it's just a, a fixed amount of money that only goes to the top people. And, and the, you know, the top 10, get number one gets paid the most, number two gets paid the second most, and so on and so on and so forth. So they're literally competing. Mm. So, you know, and there's, there's people on there that have, like, lost 
their minds because they went from number one to number two. <laughs> you know? Wow. Yeah, rank, when you start ranking people, that's, that was the downfall of MySpace. Mm. MySpace was just... So people might, people not, might not remember. The big change in social media was when Facebook started showing you stuff that you weren't, like showing you stuff from people that you didn't know. But remember at first, MySpace and Facebook was, it was just your friends. Right. And if you wanted to, if I wanted to go to your, if I want to know something about what was going on with you, I had to go to your page and look at what you posted on your page. Right. Then they started sh- just showing you things from your friends' pages. So you didn't have to do that. Mm. Then they started showing you stuff from other people. Instagram, Vine, all this. It was just showing you random stuff. That's that, that's when the algorithm was born. When it was like, well, what, what do we show him? Well, now we see this is what he looks at. They start showing you stuff from strangers, and that's what changed everything. Mm. Now you can be famous. You make one little funny little thing, yeah, and you can be known. How about that one dude that just has facial reactions to things? Oh yeah, I think his name. I forget his name. KB. Yeah, KB twelve or something like that. That guy's huge. Huge, and it's and it's good. It's funny. Yeah, it's good. It's entertaining. It's, it's like new age miming. It's like he's he's doing exactly. He's thinking what we're thinking. He's like, yeah. And the fact that it's perfectly de- like it's a perfect medium for it. Those little short TikTok videos, the little yeah. short reels. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people got rich during the pandemic off of being entertaining. Mm. That, but that's also like just what we're talking. Memes is a different kind of comedy. This is a different kind of entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. people are good at it. Some, some people are mad about it. Who's mad? You get a phone call? No, I don't need that shit. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> you don't have your shit sent to go to voicemail if you don't know who they are? No. Should I, I should do that, huh? Yeah, it's fucked up. No, but I thought I had my shit on Do Not Disturb. Yeah, you go to my voicemail, guess what? It's not even set up. Why did it ring, uh, though? Why? I don't know. It should. Yeah, it's on Do Not Disturb, so they must have called multiple times. Mm, it's probably some scammer. Yeah. Trying to tell you about a fortune that you're missing out on. All the time. Most of, nobody calls me. Most of my phone calls are, you know, my mom and my mom is the only person that calls me. I like calling people when I'm in the car. Yeah. Well, it's fun. It depends on their age. Like, people, pe- people under 35 don't like phone calls. Really? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. The young, but yet they FaceTime each other all the time. It, right. That's, to, to them, that's different. But that's also, mm. a, that's the next level of intimacy. Right. You, if I could you, FaceTime you, you. Yeah. Why would I, fa- we don't know each other yeah. like that. Yeah. We'll FaceTime you. Yeah. Yeah, because that. Because if you face, you know why, you know what it is when you FaceTime. Tom and I talked about this on his podcast, but it's like an an unsolicited FaceTime. When is it appropriate? Who can do it? Right. And um, we didn't solve it on the pod, but we came up with the solution. The answer is um, you have to have seen my dick or interacted with, <laughs> with my dick. Like for you to just FaceTime me unsolicited, mm. you know that that covers wife, kids, medical professionals. Right. Those only people that should be that should be con- best friends. That should that should be the only people contacting me FaceTime without warning me first. Right. Yeah. It's just Yeah, whoop. if it's someone that's a casual acquaintance and they're FaceTime yeah. unless they have a good friend of yours with you. With well, yeah, them. because if you FaceTime me that means I can't do anything else while I'm talking to you. Right. I you know, if I'm on, if I'm just talking to you audio, I can be still doing other stuff. But right. if FaceTime is a commitment. It's like, okay, right. this is I'm taking your time and you know, you can't multitask. Yeah. So what is this about? I just yeah. wanted to see your face. That's not good enough. Yeah. Only FaceTime me if it's something for me to see. We don't need to be looking at each other to talk to each other. Yeah, and FaceTime they can drag on too. And you're holding that thing up in uh, your phone. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta go. I'm, not, I'm tired of doing this. Man, I don't, I I stopped trying to think of clever little lies. Dude. I was like, hey man, I, I'm gonna go ahead and get up off of here. How do you Facetime on an Android? 
What do you mean? When someone FaceTimes you, do you oh, panic? Uh, no, no, no. So if I get if I get a FaceTime from an Apple thing, I can just click a link and FaceTime uh, them. But does it look but shitty? Google, but Google has like Google Meet and then you know, and then there's uh, Discord. I mean, not Discord. What was the shit that got popular during the pandemic? Zoom, yeah, yeah, but usually Google has Google Meet, yeah. So, and if and if not, I get a link and I and I just go it anyway. I don't think I can do it the other way around. I don't think I can send you a Google Meet link. Really? I don't think so. That seems like silly. So yeah, I figured out thumbs up <coughs> or liking the text messages on both yeah. ways now. Yeah, and finally thumbs up a green. Message. Well, it's just Apple. It's just Apple holding that walled garden, right? They they won't allow you to send uh, iMessages on any other device. No. Then, then you would just get a Samsung phone and send iMessages to your Apple friends. All right, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to FaceTime you from here. Okay. Don't call it FaceTime though, because it's some bullshit oh. Google. Thing. <laughs> Stop lying to yourself. All right, I think this is it, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. No. Okay, I sent you the invite. Did you get it? Nope. It is weird. Some apps, you get a phone call on an app, and it just shows up like your phone's ringing, and you're like, hold on, what is this? Someone's calling me from WhatsApp? How the fuck that happened? Oh, see, I, I can't initiate it. Hmm. No. Interesting. Seems like it's not working. It's not working. It sucks. Not working. Womp womp. How close have you come to switching to the dark side? Oh, no. Honestly, I, I really, really thought about it the other day. Really? Because... <clears throat> My cat went missing for for a day. Oh, it didn't have an air tag. Right. Well, she, she the bitch won't wear a collar. She's real like anti control <laughs> measures. You know what I'm saying? But but uh, there is one. There is a certain kind of collar that I could force her to keep on. Like, but she would be fuck. She would fucking hate it. Like she mm. does. She doesn't. But um, <clears throat> there's just way more options because the way air tags. Because Samsung has its version of air tags called smart tags, but. The way they work is they don't actually have GPS on them themselves. Oh. They just connect to any nearby Samsung or Apple device, and there's way more iPhones around. So, so it it'll just it'll ping and it'll let it'll let the nearest iPhone device. So, it, and it's all connected to a network. So Apple can tell me, you know, basically if you get an invite going, your AirTag is here. It means someone with an iPhone walked past that place. Mm-hmm. Someone else with an Apple product was nearby. That's that's all it can tell you. Really? Yeah. So so when you get like the last location of an AirTag thing, it just means there was an Apple product near that shit. Mm. So you know, in in, in America, uh, Apple has the domination. So it's like if I had put a Samsung AirTag on her collar, you right. know, what are it, the odds? It's just Someone. less chances that you know, I'll get an accurate location of where she is. Right. So that. I really seriously thought about it because I, you know, I'm serious about my cat. Like I love that bitch, <laughs> but I just, just the whole ecosystem. Ugh. Also, you don't want your cat to have to wear a collar if it's gonna piss her off. She's wild, Bruh, She don't like it. She don't even mm. like. She don't like being constrained in any way. Yeah, nah. Don't, don't all all, all that sniffy stuff, and people try to come over like, no, well, I'm real good with cats, and they pick her up. Wow, fuck off me, bitch. I try to tell them this cat different. They gotta sedate her at the vet. Wow. Yeah, just to do basic shit. They got sedator. Wow. Yeah, she's wild. I, I got. I give her CBD drops before we go up in there, cause she don't. She don't play that shit. You yeah. know. And I get it. I'm like, she wild. Yeah, she's wild cat. She's wild. She's wild. Yeah. Yeah, you can't put a collar on her anyway. Don't nah, do it. No, don't but, do it. You know, but she, like I said, she's a smart girl. She's been going outside for years. She's she knows what to be scared of. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of coyotes in Austin proper either. 
It's really out in the, the hills. Yeah, but you know what though? No, because I I forget. They got that, Ron White's dog. Remember that documentary I told you about about the koi wolves? Mm-hmm. They, well, they were they were they were talking about how like there are coyotes in every city. every major city. Oh, we yeah. just don't see. They're so good at staying in the shadows and and hiding. Yes. But they're everywhere. There's a great book on it called Coyote America. Oh man, they're everywhere. The right? Author. Yeah, I had the author on the other day. Really, it's an amazing story. And are they are they just a? Why don't they kill them? Is it a huge part of the ecosystem? Or? They're just smart. This is the thing. Like the, when they killed off the wolves, the wolves were the one thing that was kind of keeping the coyotes. The, what what happened is, gray wolves and coyotes don't breed, but coyotes breed with red wolves, which are East Coast wolves. So the koi right. wolves that you see are predominantly, they're East Coast wolves that breed with coyotes. But will a gray wolf breed? They'll with, kill coyotes. But will they breed with a? Koi wolf? Will they breed with a mixed? With no, a, oh. they don't. It's a different. It's a different. I guess a, a genus or subspecies. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not sure exactly what the term would be, but it's a different animal. And the coyote, when coyote is basically a wolf, it's just a small wolf. And when coyotes get killed, they what happens is they do roll call when they scream out at night sometimes. And when one of them's missing, it forces the female to have more babies, so they have larger litters. And then they spread their territory out. And so throw, through persecution, like when they're trying to get them out of places, what they've made them do is expand everywhere. And now coyotes are in every single city in North America. Wow. Every, they're in New York City. Coyotes are in Boston. They're everywhere. And that wasn't the case 50, 60 years ago. It's like right. it's happened over the course of time where they keep just get out of my lawn, bang, bang. They shoot them, and then the, the female coyote have more babies, and then you got a bigger problem. And they, and they, they were everywhere in L.A. Yeah. But it was, it's, it, the way he was explaining it, <clears throat> it's, it's an evolutionary thing because gray wolves, when they encountered coyotes, they would kill them. And so coyotes, in order to compete with the larger, more vicious gray wolves, they just had to have more babies. <clears throat> so they expand their territory, and they have more babies. So this strategy of like persecuting them and chasing them down, kill them, it just makes more coyotes. But doesn't it? But isn't there not enough food for the more coyotes? They're eating everybody's cats. Right. They're eating cats and dogs. I mean, in L.A., that's like probably the number one reason why dogs and cats go missing is coyotes. And if they're hungry enough, oh, yeah. they'll walk right up to you and take your dog. Oh yeah, they snatch them off people's leashes, especially old people. Yeah. Walking a little dog, what are you gonna do? It's a little small wolf. It's a thirty-pound wolf. Yeah. You ain't gonna stop that thing from running off with your poodle. And people, and the thing is, and if you was if you was to hurt one of those wolves, yeah. I mean one of those coyotes, even if it was attacking your dog, people would still be like, they'd be mad at you. Animal. Yeah, you kill it. Yeah, people are weird when they don't have a real understanding of what wild animals are. They just have this like anthropomorphized Disney version of what animals are until you encounter one. Right. You hear about that guy in Arizona a couple days ago who got eaten by a bear? No. He got killed by a bear while he was having coffee. He's just camping out, having a good time, and this bear just runs up on him and starts fucking him up, and no one can do anything. No one had a gun. They're trying to stop it. No one had a gun? No one had a gun. In Arizona? In Arizona. I didn't even know they had bears. See if you can get the story. Yeah, they have black bears. It's like a desert bear? Black bears. There's a lot of black bears in Arizona. Arizona's not all desert. There's a lot of woods in Arizona. Arizona man was mauled to death by a black bear in a rare, unprovoked attack. So he's just out there camping, and the guy just fucking drinking his coffee, and this bear runs up on him. From multiple witness accounts and preliminary investigation of the scene, Mr. Jackson had been sitting having a coffee at a table on his property where he was building a home. Oh, I, I thought he was camping. 
The sheriff's office, oh, so that's what the camper is. So the camper is just like where he's operating out of. The sheriff's office said in a Facebook post, adding, it was a remote, heavily wooded area. It appears a male black bear attacked Mr. Jackson, taking him unaware and dragged him approximately 75 feet down an embankment. Neighbors heard Jackson screaming, tried to help through shouts and car horns, but the bear did not release him until a neighbor shot him with his rifle. Oh, so some guy did shoot him. But unfortunately, at that time, Mr. Jackson succumbed to his horrible injuries. Oh, my God. That's the thing about black bears. Black bears are more, more likely to be predatory attacks. But imagine not starting with the gun. I mean, that's the first well, thing. Shoot you it. Know, I mean, you got to probably run back to his house and get the gun. Oh, you know, maybe yeah. the gun was in a safe. You know, maybe. You know? <sighs> that's tough. How does a bear catch you unawares? They can do it, man, if they're hungry. So if that bear was predatory, that means that bear was really hungry. So it was like sneaking? Yeah. They smell uh, you. Maybe he was cooking. Imagine a stealthy bear. That's one of the scariest things on the, on the planet. Well, if the dude had coffee, maybe he had breakfast before he had coffee, and the smell of the breakfast was coming out of his little camper. Yeah. That's how you get when, when they bait bears, they, they, they burn things and put things in the air to get the bears to come. Like when they bait them, when they bait them with like donuts and shit like that. They do that in certain places where it's heavily wooded areas, and literally the only way to hunt black bears is to bait them. So you set up bait stands, and you consistently feed those bears at that spot all the time. Like you drop by food, you know, every couple of times a week. Oh, and then they get they, yeah, they, get they know that that's them. the spot, and so then you go and you wait in front of that spot. It's very dirty. It's a dirty yeah, but game. But sometimes they, what they they're waiting on your ass. Sometimes they are. Like remember you? Didn't you? Wasn't you telling me about the whales that learn how to orcas? Yeah, they've learned how to fuck people's boats up. That's that's so funny to me. It's crazy. It's kind of hilarious because for all these years we've been mistreating them and finally they're like, enough. I'm going to start fucking up your boats. And they're real smart creatures. Oh, yeah. And they're probably teaching every whale in the ocean how to do that shit. Probably. At least the whale's there. I think it's only one part of the world where this is happening right now, but the problem is the word gets out. Yeah, they have so- they, have, they have those songs they sing, and they, they, they go hundreds of kilometers, mm-hmm. and they that's how they tell each other. Hey, we fucking people up over here. They- did, you, did you see that video of the people in a kayak and a whale swallows them? No. These people are, are like, they're whale watching, and there's a whale down there, and the whale literally swallows the entire kayak with the people oh, in it. So they weren't good at it. And then spits them out. I mean, the whale doesn't <laughs> want to eat a kayak. No, but, I mean, but how you whale watching it, you don't see the motherfucker does. Well, I think that's how they were whale watching. Look at this. Literally just takes the kayak. Oh, wow. Maybe he's annoyed with them. Maybe the, maybe the kayaks are fucking up their fishing. Look at that. Oh, Bro. Man. That shit just broke your back. California Beach. Oh, yeah, easily could snap your legs in half. Easily could snap your neck. But they don't eat meat, right? So no. They, so, yeah. But, I mean, just the power alone. How does it know what it's doing? It's not gentle. I mean, hopefully you can. You still got hope it'll spit you up. Oh, hoping. Yeah, hoping. Yeah, look at that. That's from a different angle. Fucking insane. This happened three years ago, then. Did it really? Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. That's Bro, weird. I'm good on all this. That's weird. I'm good on all hey, I know it went viral again, which has been happening with quite a few videos. So you see all the fish that's there? You uh, see all the fishes in the water flapping around? That's why the birds are there? See all that? That splashing shit? That's uh, fish. So the, the whale's trying to eat the fish, and these cocksuckers in this kind Did they survive? Yeah. He spit them out. Oh, lucky He fox. wanted the fish. He didn't want a kayak. He's like, but they, the were, they, were any of them seriously injured? I don't know. Good question. Good question. I don't get it. I don't get these. I don't get these people that need that need life risking. Uh, they don't ex- think it's activities. life risking. No, I mean this is this is on the this is in the top. T- like if if going down to the bottom of the ocean in a 
experimental sub is is number one. Yeah, this is on that list. This is top ten. Did you see the guy in the kayak that got attacked by a, a tiger shark? No, no. He's in the kayak rowing, and you see this tiger shark just just engulf half the was side he, of his was boat. Was he shark shark watching? No, he was fishing. Oh, okay, well that's fishing okay, in that's, his kayak, and all of a sudden, watch this. Look, his foot's in the water too, man. Right? Look at this. Ah! Tiger shark! Tiger shark ran me. Holy f Watch this. Look at, so his foot. So his foot's in the water, right? That's the paddle is to the left, but his foot was in there too. Look at that thing. Oh, so he was like waving it like this, and he thought the, the shark thought it was food? Yeah, the shark probably thought it was a seal or some shit. They're not smart. Whew. Yeah, bro, I don't get it. I don't get this, this, this desire Fuck. to thrill-seek. Look at this in slow motion. Look at this thing come up. Fucking A, man. Thank God that wasn't inflatable, too. Whoa. Um, what did I hear? There's a shark shit. Some sharks attacked a boat recently. You know about the dude in Egypt that got eaten? I heard about it. You didn't it see was, that? It was, it was one of the bottom of the barrel toppers, but I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. <sighs> well, it was a rough one. Uh, this dude is in Egypt, and he's off the shore. Netflix crew's whole boat exploded after back-to-back -back shark attacks in Hawaii. Yeah. Like something out of Jaws. Oh, my God. I think they were filming it, so we'll probably not see it until... Oh, my God. Oh, our planet, too, so that would probably be really good. Wow. Yeah, the, I heard like it was like a right out of Jaws. So there was a shark attack, a shark attack, and then the boat exploded. Well, well he's attacking the boat. Yeah, like I, if it exploded, like because the gas, then yeah, that's right out of Jaws. But is they saying exploded or are they saying it just fell apart? I, I think fell apart. I think they said a rubber dinghy. Can you scroll back down a little bit there? It says, uh, Nolan said the crew was only about 328 feet from the shore, so they're able to make it safely to land, though barely on land. Then they patched up the boat and deployed a rubber dinghy. But that was attacked by giant trevales, marine fishes that can grow up to six feet long and weigh more than 100 pounds. That attack knocked out the dinghy's motor. What the fuck, What's man? What's going on over there? The behavior of the sharks they encountered was extremely unusual, Nolan told Radio Times. They were incredibly hungry, so there might not have been enough natural food, and they were just trying to, anything that came across in the water. Wow. Uh, it said it was just released, so that should oh. be out. Let me check. Fine. Let's go to the Egyptian guy, though, yeah. first. The Egyptian guy's rough because he's screaming for his dad. He's, like, yelling, Papa, while he's getting eaten alive by sharks just, like, 100 yards offshore. And apparently this area... Now, we didn't, did we find out if that's true? Someone had told me that that it, area that they had dumped sheep carcasses into the ocean in that area. To attract the sharks. I don't think they did it on purpose. I think they just wanted to get rid of the sheep carcasses. Oh, okay. And the dad was, the dad was. The was dad it? was on the shore. Fishing. No, they were just hanging out at a beach. Oh. It's at a resort. Wow. It's horrible. And you have to see it. I want to see it. Let's do it. Oh, wait a minute, this is a child? No, no it's a, a like, young man. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can watch a young man die. Ooh, it's a rough one. Here it is. Warning graphic content, and it is fucking graphic. So this dude, uh, is that the dude? I think so. That's not graphic. That's him before? Oh, no. Oh, this is sad. Okay, come on. Yeah, it's sad. Why is that dude dumb? Where's the video? I don't know. Oh, they're not showing the video of the actual attack? 
Oh, they're going to mummify the shark. What's the purpose of that? That's the video. So the, here's the dudes out here. The music is from the beach. It's a little yeah. dark. Look at that. Oh, Horrible, man. man. Oh. You hear me yelling, Papa? Water, man, it's so fucking horrible. Oh my god! Oh my god! You see, just oh grab him and take him under. No, nah, I'm good. Oh my god! Oh lord! Oh my god! That's a lot. That's a terrifying way to go. What's worse, that or the sub people? <sighs> that. That's worse. Sub some people would be down there for days though. Because because the, the sub people either died instantly, or they they died falling asleep, running out of air. Mm. But that right there, that there's terror mixed in with that. Ah, oh, but that's terror being trapped it's in. A, a, it's also terror that your loved ones are watching you get eaten. Yeah, but the one in the sub is dying with his son. Oh. And it was probably his idea. Yeah, he probably told me. I'll take you on an adventure. You're going to be a real man like your father. Yeah. I go to the bottom of the ocean like a fucking explorer. Ah, Man, I don't know. That's that's tough. That's tough. What's the matter, Jamie? I'm reading about the shark attack in Hawaii with the the Netflix crew. They were in an area where they were tracking baby albatross chicks, and they had an idea to get a good shot of tiger sharks who were about to feed on them. So they took two smaller inflatable boats out, (gasps) and that's what got attacked. Oh my boat. god! Oh, that's, that's why they exploded. Oh my god! That's so stupid. It says they crew panicked and then made an emergency landing on the sand. Oh my god! <sighs> and I still don't know if there's video of it. But it's fine. Yeah, sharks are feeding. Get the fuck out of the water. Yeah, especially don't go out on a boat that they can destroy, dude. Yeah. I mean, how many times do people have to see like people in shark cages where the shark just slams into the cage and blows it to pieces? I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, because look, this is my thing. The universe is trying to kill us. Like, just the the natural mathematics of the universe are deadly to us. You being on land is like one of the handfuls of advantages you have as a human being. Yeah. Don't don't leave don't leave land. Like like that's anything where you got to leave the surface is you're taking unnecessary risk that goes against everything. You know your yeah. one advantage is on land. You got all the disadvantages in the water in space. Ten thousand feet deep. It's like just stay up, just stay on Earth. But those surfers, the way they describe that feeling of riding that wave out there on the power of the ocean. You know what I've never heard somebody describe? What? What it's like to get eaten by a shark? Because they never survive. They always did. I don't think that's worth it. Catch. I mean, but you know what? You're right. I don't know what catching a wave is like. Mm. You know, because because people feel the same way. They they see us doing stand up and they go, I could never do that. It's so terrifying. It's like, isn't it's pretty easy. It's, it's pretty fun to you, right? Yeah, but it's like to a surfer that you probably t- sharks are nothing. They're like, mm. you have no idea what it's like, right? And I I could I could I could understand that feeling. I bet that's like, that has to be what it's like because they're all kind of peaceful people. It's interesting. There's something about surfing that just brings about like the, the there's a spiritual connection to the ocean. Oh no, they're not all peaceful surfers. Well, they're violent. A lot sometimes. of surfers are trash, right? They're really, they're real protective about. But the really good ones, the ones that I've met that are really good, they're like that's a special mindset. Yeah, okay. Like the Shane Dorians and the Laird Hamiltons. 
Yeah, they, yeah, they do come you up. Yeah, all those extremist people. The, the, remember the guy? Um, I know you had him on the guy, the the, the free climbing guy. Oh, Alex Honnold. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like people like that. They all pretty much calm. Kelly Slater, same sort of thing. Yeah. Be surfer, calm. You think that comes chill, from? dude? Probably like the the humility that comes with being in the ocean all the time. Yeah. I mean, if you're literally floating on a piece of styrofoam that's fucking riding a wave in the ocean, I mean, how, you have so much humility because like you're completely powerless. All you're doing is using your own balance to try to wa- wa- ride the energy of this insane force that's behind you. You can't really think you're awesome. Because you just, no matter how awesome you are as a human being, you're nothing compared to the, just the power of the thing you ride every day. And you have to be, you have to be able to be calm in one of the most terrifying situations. Yeah, you got to keep your shit together when there's yeah. a hundred foot wave over you. Can't, <laughs> can't be a surfer that panics. No, you got to be able to hold that. Yeah, I feel the same way watching the fighters. Where I'm like, yo, how, mm-hmm. how did you keep it together when you could, when like, you've been you've been in that chokehold for. Three seconds, mm-hmm. two more seconds, and you out. You gonna go lose consciousness, and you're calm. You're still working. You're still working your hands. It's like they're still thinking. Mm-hmm. When most people would panic. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm. I'm impressed by anybody that. I'm. Ex- I'm impressed by any expertise. I'm obsessed with. It. I watch a YouTube video of a motherfucker just putting bricks together. Me too. Just yeah. Pop, pop, you see it. Pop, pop, pop. I'm like that motherfucker's good. Yeah, carpentry. That's twenty years of experience. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, expertise. Yeah, I love watching people do things with their hands, craftsmanship, making watches and shit, little tiny microscope, and they're fucking moving little pieces and gears around. I yeah. love shit like that. Just some, just somebody that's dedicated their life to something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Even schemers and scammers. That's why I like a good, <laughs> I like a good, a good, uh, a good like bank heist. Mm. Like you hear the real life stories of like different heists and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, some people have outsmarted everybody. That's why um, um, you mean like when it comes to bank heists. That's why I'm interested in this uh, SBF thing. What is that? That's oh, the, the um, apparently he, they just re- I just looked at it and uh, we might have got memed out of the actual headline. It, the memes on the Twitter space were going that he might get all charges dropped, but I think no, but he got took, five yeah. dropped. 13 down to 8 now and he's still going on trial. What are the okay. uh, which ones the oh okay. Yeah. Which ones they get rid of? I don't know. Like they could have maybe got overzealous with so many charges they kept throwing things down and now mm, this team got it down good to point. Like, accurate charges or something. Right, good point. Mm-hmm. Cuz I'm sure when they went go to bring in a person like that they probably like double and triple down on charges. One article says it's been worded as temporarily <laughs> suspended charges, so interesting. It's that's where I go like that. Man, that motherfucker ain't going to prison, man. You don't think so? Maybe he'll go to a nice country I mean, club for a listen, little bit. I've never. Is he a? He's a billionaire, right? Not anymore. Okay, well, not but anymore. he That's gave away a lot, though. He but, gave away a lot to the Democratic Party. But being a being, a, I've never seen a billionaire go to prison. Oh, what about Bernie Madoff? Okay, so let me let me let me um, let me. It's a caveat. The only time I've ever seen someone with that much money go to prison is when they fuck with other rich people's money. That's what this guy did. Bernie Madoff, the guy from Enron. Yeah. Was he fucking with rich people? Elizabeth Holmes. Holmes. Yeah, that's a good one. She was sentenced to 135 months, 11 years, three months in federal prison for defrauding investors in Theranos. And she's going to prison out here. She's going to prison in Texas. Is she? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's not going to be like Because there's... Maybe she's probably still going to go to one of those nice ones. 11 years. And she just had a, a couple of kids. She pumped out a couple yeah. of kids before she went in, which um, is crazy. Right. Imagine getting having babies knowing you facing prison. I think she's a sociopath. 
Of course she's a sociopath. And I think people like that would think, like, if I have a kid, maybe they're less likely to lock me up for a long time because they know I'm a mother. And, th- and listen, y'all might, y'all might not want to hear y'all might not want to hear this out, but listen, every billionaire should have like a couple of hood dudes on <laughs> on staff because there's a certain kind of bullshit that only they can detect. This, if you, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if you, if you'd have had, if you'd have had like a. Uh, if you'd have had like a Freddie Gibbs with you when you talked to that bitch, he would he would or like David Lucas, right? He would have known right away she was full of shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of people knew she was full of shit. Well, well right, but not the rich guys because even, even people inside the company knew she was full of shit. Yeah, she knows how she knows how to fool people with money. That's her yeah. whole skill. And you got to have somebody around you. Know they do that in Japan. They got the you know their culture is so much like respect and bowing and respect. Mm-hmm. But so they they haven't they have an American. Like a like a designated American on staff at the big companies, and because they know he'll say shit that everybody else won't, oh. so he's around to be like that's bullshit. People are like ah, he's American, but he's right though. But no one, no one else. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I, I watched a thing on Netflix where um they do they play the black boxes. They do like reenactments of like plane crashes from the 80s. Mm. And one of the problems back then was that the captain of an airplane was like the captain of a ship. Like you didn't question him. Oh. So half of the crashes were because some lower person wasn't empowered to say something. Do you know that's why they switched Korean airlines? They started making them speak English? Right. Well, because the, Yeah, because in Korea, there's a very specific way of re- talking to people that are higher above you or more respectful. Mm-hmm. And then there's boundaries, cultural boundaries, that are very difficult to transcend. But when you're speaking English, they don't have that, that sort of same hierarchy doesn't exist in the language. Okay, right. And so they realized, this was from, I think it was Malcolm Gladwell's book, uh, where they describe how they, they, to get over this problem, they started making them speak English. Oh, I see. Cause, cause like, uh, over, is that true? That, make sure that's accurate. So like in Korean, thank you say thank you differently to to like a superior than yes, you, would to you would a stranger to, yeah. you would to a regular person. I get what you're saying. Yeah, you wouldn't question the superior if yeah. they said, you know, we're in this direction. Well, you're like, no, we're wrong. Well, this well, is it's, off. It's a lot like that yeah. in Japanese companies. So mm. so a lot of, not all of them, but a lot of them have it. They have an American for that reason. Here it is. This book's illust- illustration for the example, so I don't know that that makes this better but this is what the book said i guess so at the end of the 90s korean air had more plane crashes than almost any other airline around the globe cockpit miscommunication has been a persistent factor in these accidents for example the korean air flight 801 crash was attributed to the pilot's decision to land despite the junior officer's disagreement evidence of high power distance a culture that denotes a heavily hierarchical society Gladwell argues that this innate behavior of deep reverence towards elders and superiors highly contributes to cockpit miscommunication, especially on planes designed to be flown by two equals. Unsurprisingly, it's been found the safest airlines are often from the countries whose cultures do not value strict hierarchies. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you were like, motherfucker, we out of fuel. Right. They would be like, oh, she's right. But when we land, you're fired. Right. You don't talk like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, shit. Well, it's, it's just the culture is very different, you know. Korean culture is very different. Man, they respect and man, elders. They, they do a lot of things great over there. They barbecue. Oh, they make great barbecue. They make some goddamn good barbecue over there, man. They're good at kicking. They're good at kicking, <laughs> gaming. Half of the the east. You, I don't know. I know you're not in the esports, but half of the fucking esports teams are Korean. Really? Like it'll be the London team, but half of them Korean. Really? So Korean. Them? It's like Korean, Russian, mm. 
you know, and the Chinese always have their team, but like most of the players on the top teams in the world of all esports are Korean players. Interesting. Because over over there, there's not shame involved in the culture of they literally have gaming cafes where like you don't even own the computer; you just go in and sign in and play. Uh, you look at this guy's getting a massage. The elite open school in Seoul. Many students show up to morning classes sleep deprived after hours of gaming. So he's just out there getting wrecked at night. Yeah, because they, they they genuine stars over there. Yeah, it's a real career path, which yeah. is pretty wild. It's crazy. Now, what is it? What game are they playing? I think that game is League of Legends. Yeah, that's League of Legends. Starcraft was the other one they used to play. Yeah. They get but this, so I think, I think League had the largest prize for for world champion. What's and, crazy is the audiences, yeah. massive audiences to see yeah. this. Yeah, and they have you know the very storylines and all of that. You see about you see the video where the dude dies gaming. Mm -hmm. He just just fucking conks out and dies. He's leaning back. People thought he was asleep and he was Man. dead. He's playing. He just well, gamed till he died. Because it's something. <laughs> There's something about because the be, the best games have they combine a, a power fantasy with an enjoyable gameplay loop. Oh, this is this is not 2015. This is like real recent. <clears throat> oh wow! It might have been, actually it might not have been real recent. Three but days it. straight. That's like <clears throat> man dies gaming, and that was the story. Oh, this was no. This was like a, the guy died in his chair. Like there's a video of him in the chair, and he just leans back, and his head falls back, and it looks like he's sleeping, and he's just dead. Eh, that's crazy. Three days is a lot. It might have been one of them Instagram things where I don't even know when it was. The thing is, I'm not good if I don't wash my ass. If I don't feel clean, <laughs> my aim is off and everything. It's yeah. like, you got to take a break. It's not healthy behavior. And people have let yeah. their children starve to death. But they I love it. I like, I, it's, my, it's my side pastime, the thing I do you know, when I'm trying to relax. Yeah. You know, like Diablo 4 just came out. That shit took my fucking life off. I took three days off and I played it for three days. Oh my God. And I was like, okay, now I got to focus back because I'm, I'm filming my special soon. I filmed my special at the mothership in August. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm got to lock in on the special, but I was like, I love this game and I'm just going to take some days and just enjoy it. It was, it's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. You just slaying demons from hell. I've, I haven't seen the graphics in the new oh. Diablo. Oh, it's incredible. Let me see. Diablo 4. Show me some. Like, yeah. Comics and gaming, man. Yeah, it's either gaming or wrestling or yeah. something. Something. It's always something. It's always something where we, it's a fantasy. Yeah. Fantasy yeah, shit. Yeah. A lot of comics are into pro wrestling. Yeah. In this, in this shit, it's like they, they, you're literally you're slaying hordes of demons from hell. You know, and depending on how you set up your character, you hit you hitting them with lightning bolts, you hitting them with fireballs, you chopping them to pieces. Is it overhead perspective? Yeah, it's overhead perspective. Yeah. Oh, so this is what you're seeing when you're playing? Yeah, this is what you're seeing. I think this guy is a uh, he's a barbarian, so you don't you don't see a lot of barbarian. Now, why don't they make? Wouldn't it be more exciting to do this as a first player? They did that with uh with uh, with Skyrim. Yeah, um, yeah, they kind of did, it, but but Diablo is kind of a different thing because Jesus, look at all the numbers. What do those numbers mean? So the numbers are how much damage you're doing, but the different colors mean uh, different hits. So like the yellow is a critical hit. Um, it just means you, you have a chance. You have a chance with every hit. You have a chance to do critical damage, which is like bonus hundred and fifty percent. So what'd you just do out of that box? Did he just grab some stuff? Yeah, the whole thing is you're killing monsters. They're dropping items. Or you open the chest, they're dropping items. The items make you stronger or give you different powers. 
and you're you're trying to combine the right items to have the to do bigger and bigger numbers. And the more you play, the more items you get, so the more power you get. Right, right the more powerful items you get. So yeah. you get addicted. Yep, and there's gambling oh and there's God. so you're this <laughs> is ridiculous. Well, this is a real, real high level guy, real deep oh, into yeah? the game. I mean, he's level seventy eight. What level are you? Um, seventy six. Jesus, so you're right up there. Yeah, the max level is a hundred. Wow. There's only four thousand people that have hit level one hundred out of like. So those dudes chase. Are those dudes chasing him or are they fighting with him? They're ch they're chasing him. Oh wow. Yeah, uh, th nobody's on his team in this. But you can play with you can like uh, uh, like I play with a uh, Frank Frank Castillo. Mm -hmm. And like sometimes like if if he signs on if, if like if I'm on and he signs on and he sees I'm playing he can just jump right in. Oh, and so you guys can team up. Right, we can team up. We can be on my team. And you talk shit to each other. Yeah, or like we or we coordinate. For example, like. <laughs> like you, you can't really see it because he's killing them so fast. But like sometimes he hits the monster and they turn purple. Mm -hmm. Purple means they're vulnerable. It means they take more damage. But you can you can have other skills that like do better other shit when the monster's vulnerable. So like I'll make everybody vulnerable, and Frank has some skill that ex that exploits that. And so uh, we kind of teaming up, you know, little stuff like that. Sounds like a great way to waste your life. It's such a waste of time. Yeah, it but, seems so addictive. But it's it's super addictive. But it, but it's fun. It's also very fun. And so, you know, they 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 didn't they didn't send me no merch. I would like some merch, Diablo people. They're so good at making things. Like the more you play it, the more you get. Well, that's what I was telling you. Is the 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 perfect games are the ones where they they have it's a power fantasy. Yeah. And a and a in a fun loop. Cause cause basically, you know, you're playing hours and hours, and you're doing the same thing over and over again. You're mm -hmm. just killing hordes of monsters. Right. But the reward for that. Is spaced out just enough where you wanted it because when you level up, it goes ding, and your guy goes ah, and then everything dies, everything around you dies. Ah. Whenever, whenever you level up, everything dies. So it's like it's this big event, and you level up, and you're like, oh shit, now I can go put points into this power because mm. there's a whole skill tree. So yeah. you unlock, you unlock points to put in the skill tree, and it makes it, you, you can change how your skills act and all of this other shit. So it's like the 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 options, the things to do are so varied. And the and the and the, the the loop is fun, and you get rewarded at just the right intervals in that loop, where you you want to come back for you just want one more dungeon, one more, and then the next thing you know, it's twelve hours later. Next thing you know, it's hours later. I'm yeah. getting anxiety just hearing you talk about it. Yeah, but I don't I don't really have that addictive of a personality. Like I can I can stop whenever I want. That's good. Yeah, that's good because Duncan didn't. Duncan Duncan was gone for yeah. long periods of time. I, the, the first game like that was was EverQuest. It was, oh, that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, EverQuest, and then WoW kind of took that over. But EverQuest originally, I never I never got into that because I saw it. I seen it ruin people's marriages. Yeah, and they came out with EverQuest two. I seen that fuck people up. You know, World of Warcraft. I said yeah. I stayed away from. I seen people. I seen it fuck people up. And Diablo two fucked me up. And I was like, and Diablo three was okay. I didn't really play it that much, but this one has the same little something. It's just the perfect mix of all those things. And you and it makes you. It, it's just like casinos. Casinos know when you come in. That's why you, you know they put they put they have you put you know you don't put money in machines anymore. You put money on a card, mm. and that card is on your account. So when you go sit down at that machine, they know. Oh, you haven't played today. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you put the, you put your card in that machine, and they go. They let you. You know, the four four rolls are random, and that fifth one you win a little. You know, and and because legally, someone has to win the jackpot every X amount of rolls. Like they they can go X amount of rolls. Someone someone has to win. So they set the machine up like that. And they, but every, everything in between, it's just a game plan with you. You win a little, uh, you lose a little. You play again, you win a lot more than that, but not a significant amount. And that is enough to hook you. Now you 
Now mm. you're playing more and more, and you win a little, win a little, win a little, but, but if you sit there long enough, you're going to be out of money. And that's the whole point. It's all set up to take your money. Yeah, and yeah. people voluntarily sign up for yeah, it. Yeah, the, the for that reward. The rate, the lights flash, all that. They, it goes yeah. into all that. The color of the room, the way the room smells, the way it's set up, the, the, the like it's a it's a maze. You, yeah, you, you ever go to, you go to a casino for the first time? It's fucking confusing as fuck. Yeah, it, it's supposed to be that. It's everything set up for you to spend money and feel comfortable doing it. And get trapped in yeah. there. Yeah, that's why they walk up and give you a couple drinks. Mm. Yeah, lower your inhibitions. Take take a chance. Did you see the girl at the poker machine that just pissed pissed herself no you ever see that there's a girl sitting apparently people at casinos say it happens all the time people are gambling and they don't want to get up so they just pee yeah that yeah. is wild a gambling addiction look at this lady she's sitting there she looks good too look she's just pissing she's pissing while she's on the phone she's probably shit faced too but she's yeah. Yeah. She's I guess it. but still but you then, don't know you're pissing on the floor probably does I know. think people just piss there's the, the shitting yeah. is worse but people are walking oh. through grocery stores and they just like shit falls oh, out of yeah. their leg oh yeah I've seen that like they're running a marathon yeah I saw one where this guy pulled his pants down in a store and just shot rocket out of his asshole so who's, how are they shitting on that submarine can you oh. imagine that that's Dunsky's cause you're not flushing that toilet yeah, yeah I bet your point. anxiety's so high you're just not yeah. Nah, my, nah, my dude, I, that would be torture for me. I'd be like, kill me how, first. How much water do they have? I mean, you might get dehydrated down there, too. You might run out of water. Yeah. I mean, you can't go very many days without water. I think three. Yeah, I mean, how many days? No, seven. I think seven is the max. You can go without water. Fuck. You, you can probably make it like a month without food. You can make it longer without food if you're fat. Yeah, if you're real fat. Yeah. yeah but well, without water? Yeah. You're done skis. You're done skis. But it's a lot easier to find f fresh water, I think. Or I'll say you could like you could even risk it and drink contaminated water at the, in an emergency, right? I guess it's not just food everywhere. Mm. I guess there's a. I'm looking up the up updates. A uh, a retired Navy captain just brought up the point about how cold it probably is down there. Oh Jesus! Because that doesn't they probably have tons of insulation. Oh Jesus! And where they're at, though, says the water entirely surrounding the ship is at freezing or slightly below. When they exhale, their breath condenses. There's frost on the inside of the parts of the submarine. They're all oh. huddled together trying to conserve body heat. Oh, my God. And they're running low on oxygen and breathing each other's. And, and here's the thing. Even if they find them, how do you get it up? How do you get it? Yeah, they'd have to tow it up or something. Yeah, because uh, when we started the podcast, you said how, how many hours left? There's, oh, there's, they're down to their last day. They have until like 5 in the morning right now. So they got like 12 hours. They have until max. 5 in the morning until they're out of oxygen. Yeah. Yeah, but that, what I'm saying is. You have to you have to account for how long it would take to get to, them to, to the bring them to the top and yeah. open the fucking thing. Yeah. So it's like they don't have five. They don't have till five in the morning. They they, no. ha, they need to be found and on their way to the top for them yeah. to have till five a.m. And what are the strategies? Is there any article on the strategies that they're using? I, I remember looking that up last night. That I was even contemplating: Do they even have a machine or device or anything that could go even get them besides a drone? Right. Nah. And I don't know that there even is because most. So of the what the big fuck are they doing? Don't go that far. Are they just trying to find them so they can communicate with them? They're trying to find them so they could use the power of the remote controller to bring them to the surface. I don't even think they know where they are still. Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, like I think it says that they lost communication like an hour and a half after they departed. Oh my God! Oh, so they weren't they weren't even all the way down then, right? Or right? Or that? So. Or they happened right when they hit the bottom? Uh. The entire voyage is supposed to take two and a half hours. The Polar Prince lost contact with the Titan approximately one hour and 45 minutes into the trip, triggering desperate search for the now-missing sub. 
Fuck. And the guy, I remember the reporter said it, it was lost for five hours when he went. Last oh, my year. God. So, so it happens. It, ha- it has happened. What and, a, and they would, and they didn't add a transponder. Oh they didn't, or yeah, whatever said, they, could, uh, they could add. Who knows? His they could voyage add. lasted ten hours. Said passengers were given sandwiches and water during that um, vessel's. The compass was acting very weird, and the passengers had only about twenty minutes to view the Titanic wreckage. The compass acted weird. Yeah, bro. Imagine if there's an alien ship down there that's fucking them, bro. Up. But if your compass going crazy, you need to get the fuck out of there. And I don't know, instantly. Like, I don't know the science of what that means, but that's never good. Can't be good. No. Some crazy magnets are in there. What's yeah, going or, on? Or some kind of pulse from the earth. Who the fuck knows? The fuck Here's knows. what's so wild about all this shit, though, Joe. They went down there to look at the wreckage from screens inside from cameras outside. You understand really? what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they There was one little tiny hole above the toilet for looking out, but you can't see anything down there. Like you have to, you know what I mean? It's like that's not oh. their main thing was to watch. And it's like you could have just sent down a drone and watched the screen on the ship. You didn't have to be in. The you don't have to be ship. in the water. No, you're down no. there for no reason. No reason. Just so you can say you was there. I'd have just lied about it. Yeah. You don't want to lie about it either. About it's, being down there. Yeah, it's just stupid. Yeah, but if you're that, if you're as an alternative <laughs> to getting on the motherfuckers. Yes. If you, if I had to choose. Yeah, I'm, I would lie. I'm be a fucking liar. If I have yeah. to lie, that's no one's getting hurt by that. I tell you what, I'm not doing. I'm not getting on. A, I'm not getting on a. I'm not getting on a ship that's piloted by a motherfucker that ain't on the ship. Right. The pilot. The driver got to take all the risks. I'm taking. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and also, how about have that ship being able to drive itself too? Think about this. What what if they got to the? Te- oh, actually, we probably do have the technology where your commercial flight can be flown by a pilot that's that never leaves the city. They're flying it remotely. I bet they could do that now. And then when you get and when you break a certain line, another pilot at the landing city takes mm. over and they land. But would you be comfortable with that? No. Fuck no. Fuck no. Get your ass on this plane. Yeah. You got to be up here with me. If you in charge, you got to be up here with me. Not only that, why wouldn't they have a system where when they lose communication with the sub, the sub just rises to the top? Which has happened before. So they've lost communication oh. before, and then they had no backup plan for what would happen if it happened again. Why does this scare me more than anything else? This freaks me out so bad. Because like, you're, you're, well, you're wealthy? And they target wealthy people with shit like no, this. No, I'm not stupid. I'm not. I'm not worried that I would do it. Oh, okay. No, just the idea of. I have zero desire to do that. <laughs> bro, I'd rather go fishing. I don't want what I don't have. I'd rather go play pool. I'm not. Bro, the face you said zero. 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 I mean zero. Yeah. Not a fucking chance in hell. And one yeah. of my friends, if you were trying to go, I'd, I would do Joe. everything that I could no. to. T- not you. Someone irresponsible. Yeah. Someone crazy. Bro, I don't even play survival video games. Mm. Fuck that! No, I, I've survived my whole life. <laughs> they, you know, you know these games where they, 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 you start out in the woods, all you have yeah. is a hatchet. They like, yeah, yeah you got to build a fire and find shelter. What the fuck? Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm here to kill demons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fun I'll, stuff. I'll kill demons with magical weaponry. But this what is, is this Jamie? device that they have? The first thing to come find them today. It's called a Victor Six Thousand. It's a, it can go twenty thousand feet, which is plenty to get there, but. But what's it going to do? It, that exactly. don't look like it can lift anything. I'm looking at like the. Sh- it shows that they send it out from a ship with some sort of tow rope, and maybe they keep the tow rope, and maybe then they can hook something onto it and tow them both back up. But that's a lot of maybes, I just said. It's a lot of maybes, and they have to find them. Yeah, and they I have mean, to find it. The amount of area you're talking about is so immense. Yeah, this does have some sort of rope. I mean, I, I mean honestly, knowing that, it, that it, they lost communication almost right when they hit the bottom, I'm telling you, I think 
I think it it imploded. Something leaked. There was a there was an opening, a crack. I think they they died instantly. Oh God. Oh, do you think they're gonna send down people in subs to see the wreckage of the sub? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's so sit, that'll be the next thing. People can go visit the Titan. This is back when they did it wrong. Like Mount Everest. Yeah, there's the billionaire and his son frozen yeah. in the Titan. Don't fuck around. And here's here's bro, here's what people comparing it to space. But guess what? As far as we know, it ain't no monsters in space. It's monsters all over the bottom of the ocean. That's crazy. It's and that might have been what happened. Some big ass thing that they don't see coming. Hit that motherfucker with its tail. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a whale just fucked your magnetic shit up, oh. flipped you over. Oh, well, one of the things that's interesting about these UFO sightings is a lot of them are happening over water, and they're saying these things go into the water and they don't make a splash. Yeah, but this is my thing about the UFO sightings thing. It's like, so it's too many smartphones out here for us to not get some, you know, some four, at least some 1080p. Right. You know, some clear footage that's not blurry or like some clear. Give me some clear videos out here. True. But have you ever tried filming a bird in the sky? It's very hard. True. True. I saw a thing the other day where I was like that. I can't explain what I'm looking at. You know what I mean? I wouldn't. I don't know if it's a because it might have been just been a drone, but it just it seemed so huge and it seemed like it was going up so high, mm. you know, but it, like it would have had to have been a like a. A commercial drone, not a government one, mm. and it kept flying. It kept flying up, and then moving to the side, and then floating back down, and then flying like I mean, way up to the point when I first saw it, I thought it was a plane, but then it started moving the completely backwards, and Probably I was like, oh, well, that's they, they make some insane drones now, oh, and okay. they're really fast. Have you ever seen the drones where they do them through obstacle oh, courses? Oh, the races! Oh, yeah. that's wild. Yeah. yeah, that's entertaining. Too. That's entertaining. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be real popular in the future. Oh, for sure, because these things are getting better and better. Have you, have you ever seen that one with that zone that that drone? The zone the the drone takes off at an insane rates of speed. They have this drone and it's hovering and it goes. Watch this. I don't know if this is it. This is. I just clicked a video to find like the fastest drone that you can get. Let me see what it looks like. Has he got any volume on this? <laughs> you can't even see that motherfucker. It's going almost 200 miles an hour. Wow, listen to the sound. Down. Where is it? Oh, there it is. God damn, that fucker's fast. And, and this, 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 this camera is on the drone, this one right yeah. here. Yeah, look at the shape of it. It looks like a Tic Tac. Whoa. Oh, my God. I mean, that's not the same thing. It looks like a rocket. How crazy that that thing can go 200 miles an hour. Is that the fastest drone? What a shitty sound that is. That's wild. It sounds like death. Um, All I have to do is put a gun on that thing. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I typed in fastest drone. Yeah, Hans, Hans just bought another one. one go to videos. Fastest drone videos. Look, eight props is faster than that. Oh my God! Look at that thing. Move down here. Three world's fastest drones. Let's see. Oh, Yo. Show me something stupid. Oh, this is a commercial yeah. for these drones. Thirty-four minute flight time. Wow. Yeah, someone just made a commercial. Oh. Yeah, they're getting very, very sophisticated. It's pretty cool, you know. And then how long after that before they're pilotable, where you can get in one of those things and move around and something like that. Yeah, and then someone else is flying it. And no. then someone slams into you in the sky. Yeah. Why are we so fascinated with death? Because it's inevitable. 
and we're afraid of it, so we like to get close to it, get a little juice, and then go back to life. Yeah. You know? It's like, that's what those climbers are doing. Well, have you ever really lived if you didn't almost die? Are you really an adult until you've almost died a couple times? You are still an adult, but you do not have the same experiences. Like, could I, like, if, if I'm in a room full of grown men and I go, and I just go, everybody tell a story about, about the last time you almost died. Everyone will have a couple. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's, it's sort of a rite of, I mean, not a rite of passage, but it's like, if you're living life properly, it's almost inevitable. But then you can push it too far, and you're some wild climber, dude. Yeah, you're one of these motherfuckers. Yeah. You climb the mountains with no, with no ropes. Do you ever seen that uh, documentary, The Alpinist? No. Oh, you got to watch it. The Alpinist? Yeah. Is that, is that a tree person? No, 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 no. What is that? What is it? Oh, the Alps. Is Arbor, the, what is an arborist. Arborist, yeah. Arborist, okay. Yeah, Alpinist is someone who's climbing insane alpine mountains. And this fucking dude was like the one that all the other climbers were like, what the fuck? Like, he was just crazy. And he, at the end of his life, was climbing ice. Is this Netflix? Um, I don't know. They always, they always weird looking. He was free climbing for all, he's an interesting dude. He was an interesting dude, I should say. Just listening to the recordings of him. But he became obsessed with all these you know, top-notch climbers, and he did free solo climbing. And then after a while, he started doing ice climbing. So he's so climbing dangerous. with these ice picks, and he's making his way up glaciers. So he's climbing, like, stalagmites that are hanging off the side of a cliff. He's climbing them in the documentary. It's so hard to watch. Your hands start sweating. And did he die doing this? Oh, yeah. 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 And they found him. I mean, they know where he is. They never even recovered him. The glacier just kind of consumed his body. But they found where his body is. I don't think they recovered him, right? Is that correct? I think that happens with a lot of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you can't even recover him because to recover him, you would have to risk everybody's life to go recover a dead body. But man, they be living though. I guess they be living. Yeah. I think a lot of those guys, there's something wrong with them, and that's what, the way they feel things. I think regular mm. life is just flat and boring, and the only way they feel is to do something insanely risky. Well, I, I slightly disagree. I I think some people are just born in the wrong time. You know, hmm. like if, if this were. Like if we if we were already at the point where we could explore space, these niggas would be the starship captains. They, right. They, they it's like they were the guys that would get on a ship and try to map the globe, and you know, and like it was beneficial. It's mm-hmm. just now we we're so comfortable. It's like they have to go find and seek out things, but like yeah. th- their kind of person is necessary. Explorers. Yeah, explorers. People that would yeah. take the chances just for the thrill and all. That we do need them. We just don't need them right this second. Yeah, those are those people that would just get in boats and try to find new land back in the day. Yeah, those are the people you pay to make the first hundred trips in the Titan yeah. to make sure it's safe. Yeah, imagine the people that made it to the Hawaiian Islands in little boats that they made. Yeah. I mean, they came from the Polynesian Islands and they made their way across the fucking ocean to Hawaii. Yeah, they were like, oh, we hit the jackpot. Oh, my God, they hit the jackpot. Yeah. But they did that shit thousands of years ago. That's what's crazy. Yeah, it was some ballsy-ass people out there. Ballsy-ass people. Fucking, yeah, real You find a, an island in the middle of the ocean is a bunch of cool-ass people living on it. <laughs> yeah. And, and the thing is, you, you, when you take off, you don't know where you're going. Right. And how you'll survive when you get there. See, t- talk about like people that like are in touch with nature. People that live in Hawaii, like you're you're like very vulnerable well, out there, any isolated. The, yeah, any of the nature people fascinate me. 
Yeah. People like at home, out in the wilderness. Yeah. Yeah, because they, cause they're right. You know, the doomsday prepping people, mm-hmm. they're right. They're just not right right now. Right, exactly. But, but, like, it's coming to an end at some point. It might not even be while they're alive. But, but you know, those going to be the people you're looking for. You ever, you watch Last of Us? Yes. It's like, remember the old the old gay man with the shelter? It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. those, if the apocalypse comes, they're going to be sitting pretty. Yeah. Yeah, and the rest of us going to be like, I don't. Wi-Fi. Yeah, but then those people go after those people. Oh, well, yeah. People weren't prepared. They try to find the people that aren't prepared. What's interesting is preppers a lot of times get lumped into terrorists. They get labeled. Like there's uh, this guy, Mike Glover, who's been on my show, who runs this company, Fieldcraft Survival, and he teaches preparedness for all kinds of different things. But they had him labeled. They had him on the list. Like a, an extremist oh, yeah. list, but imagine because he's just telling people like if society collapses, like he's a, a special operations soldier. Well, there's probably some crossover between oh, yeah. between the two communities, you know. And you probably don't show it because because you know it's already so few of you. I would imagine if you're like if somebody walked up and was like, "Hey, fucking John is in the clan." He's like, "But just don't." Just don't bring up race around John. You know what I mean? Like he's I, th- he's I, one of our best preppers. I don't think they're talking about that. It, I think they're talking about people that want to overthrow the government. Oh, like okay, so I get what you're saying. Malicious. So it's like people that want people that want the society to collapse are mixed in with the people that are preparing just for if it does. Yeah, right. And the worry is that, well, from the preppers' perspective, the the people that are into that would say like, I don't trust the government not trusting me because what they don't trust me is that if the shit goes down, they go full totalitarian. They know we're armed to the tits and they don't like it. Plus, we have food. We have water. We, we, we can fucking we can huddle down right. and fight them off. That's what they think, hmm. I would imagine. And just just espousing that puts you on a watch list. Yeah. Or even if it was like zombie shit, or mm-hmm. some or some disease, or yeah. like, bro, you know, you know the um, and I might just be talking my ass. Correct me if I'm wrong, please, Jamie. But the, you know, the premise of Last of Us was that that one fungus that cordyceps, cordyceps, it couldn't infect humans, right? And then it did, right? Yeah. And now it has in real life. Has it really? I just read this like a couple a couple weeks ago. Am I fucking? Am I wrong, Jamie? It has infected a human now. Really. Yeah. Now, obviously, I don't know if it can mind control a human, because you probably die before it could take over your whole mind. Because our minds are way bigger than, you know, bugs. But there's things that take over our minds anyway. There's toxoplasmosis, which you actually get from <laughs> oh, yeah. cats. You might have that. Well, if there was a pussy plant out there. From your wild cat, you probably have it. You uh, probably have toxo. Oh, for sure. Just from being exposed to cat species. Yeah. Species. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that bitch, yeah. She rubs her butthole on everything. Not only that, she's out there with rats and all sorts of things. Who knows yeah. what she's killing and eating out yeah. there? I think it makes you love them, right? It Well, what it does with rats is it makes them sexually attracted to the smell of cat urine. Oh, okay. They literally lose their ability to be afraid of cats, and then they get hard, like thinking about cat piss. So they get aroused. So uh-huh. they literally seek out the cats. Uh, and then the cats kill them and eat them, and toxoplasmosis actually uh, multiplies inside a cat's gut. Could cordyceps fungi infect humans? Cordyceps, uh, opiocordyceps, are types of fungi that typically affect insects. Fictional works have explored cordyceps infections in humans, but this fungus is not likely to evolve to cause infection in humans in the near future. However, uh-oh. cases of fungal infection may be increasing with climate change. This is uh, recently. Did April. I speak out of my ass? Uh-oh. I'm misinformation. No worries. It happens. Hold on. 
I know I'm not tripping though. I'm, let me see what I see. You know what scares me is rabies. Oh, well, yeah. Well, rabies is wild. You hear about like the accounts of like settlers trying to make their way across the country that encountered animals with rabies and the way they died. Rabies is wild because it infects animals and makes them want to bite you to yeah. to give you rabies. Yeah, and every time every time I hear somebody tell me they got bit by a wild animal and they didn't go to the hospital. Oh I'm my like, god. Are you crazy? Are you out of your fucking mind? Cuz once you start showing symptoms of rabies, yeah, you already did. You don't have much time. Like you, no. I think you have to get to the hospital and get treatment within 24 hours. I think it's pretty close. Yeah, you can't rest on it. Yeah, I know a dude um that was telling me a story about someone who got nicked by a bat. Like there was bats under a bridge and the bat, you know, they're flying, they're all flying and he got nicked on his hand. He died of fucking rabies. Just a nick. Yeah. See if you can find that. Guy gets nicked from a bat, dies of rabies. Yeah, like nicked his hand, I think. And he's like, Oh, what the fuck is that? That's Thought man. nothing of it, you know? I don't play Thing that. just flew by. Maybe he didn't even feel it. You know, maybe he didn't even notice. You know, there's a bunch of bats around you. Like Jesus. Oh man, that's such a that's yeah. A, that's another fear. Infected bat ran into the hand of BC man who later died from rabies. Su- suffering a small puncture wound and rare daylight encounter this spring. Wow. Damn, he's 21 years old. Crazy man. Crazy. And he didn't go to the hospital. I don't know. I said he developed yeah. symptoms of rabies six weeks later. Yeah, bro. You got to get because once the symptoms kick in, you dead. You can't nothing you can do. <sighs> You got to get to that. If you get bit by a wild animal, you got to go to the hospital that night that immediately. Not crazy, like he didn't yeah. know. I would, I would lie at the hospital. Because if you tell them you're having chest pains, they'll see you right away. Imagine you're feeling like shit, and like you have to think back to six weeks ago where a bat like grazed you. I'm having chest pains. I got bit by a bat. Mm. Check me out for everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, because they do. Yeah. You know, they do triage at most emergency rooms, meaning they don't see you in the order you came in. They see you in what they. Right, I think it's the most serious. Right, so you got to say something's really wrong. Yeah, if you, unless you're bleed, unless you're bleeding out or you having chest pains, it's not serious. So right. they're going they you might be sitting there for four, five, six, seven hours. You got to fake a stroke. You just got to say you're, you're having chest pains. I'm just getting dizzy. I'm blocking out. My like, chest and don't get me wrong, I, I wouldn't do that. If, like, if I if I thought something serious was wrong, I would I would lie about having chest pains. <laughs> I have no shame in my game. Yeah, that's a good move. Yeah, yeah. you got to get in there, especially if yeah. you think it might be rabies. I straight Fred Sanford in there. <laughs> I'm coming home, Elizabeth. Right? <laughs> Everybody forgot about that. Yeah, that's a great show, man. Because I did it before. I went to the emergency room. When I, was, I was having chest pains, and uh, and I remember the the it was it was on the Fourth of July, and I remember the the dude taking my vitals and stuff. He was like, "How old are you?" I was like, 40. He was like, <laughs> and just walked away. <laughs> yeah, he was like, it was like a, I was the only person in there. They saw me right away. He laughed? He laughed. That you were having a heart attack at 40? Yeah, he laughed. Yeah. What a piece of shit. I know, right? I, he was wow. Just like, he, he took my vitals and was like, what's wrong? I was like, well, chest pains. He was like, for real? I was like, yep. I was like, all right. <laughs> Walked off. Wow. I know. The doctor was pissed when I told him that. But he wow. was like, it's just unlikely that there's anything wrong. It turned out to just be gas. It's real bad gas. Oh, my God, dude. How bad's your gas? That particular time, it was just <laughs> real bad. <laughs> you went to the doctor for gas. Yeah. yeah. Like, it hurt real bad. Wow. Like, you were really thinking you were having a heart attack. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, the, the, the VA has, like, a tele-nurse. So if you, you, if you call the nurse and say your symptoms, they'll tell you what you need to do, whether you go to the hospital or they'll make an appointment for you or whatever. Mm. But if you say you're having chest pains, they're going to make you go to the hospital. 
Mm. No matter what the fuck is going on. Mm. So they're like, yeah, best not to risk it. Yeah. So it probably wasn't the type of pain that I, that would be signal a heart attack. But it was like I didn't. She didn't know that, and I didn't know how to describe it to her better. So she right. just go just in case. And you don't want to be go to the emergency room just in case. But I would if I got bit by an animal. Yeah, for sure. You know. So yeah, you got to be careful. You can't fuck around. You that, don't want to die and wish you had gone. Right, chest pain or animal attacks. You, it's a must go. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what's going to cost you, going to that just don't pay it. <laughs> you know, I'd rather be alive in, in severe debt than than, than dead because I didn't go to the doctor. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, medical bills are fucking crazy. It's it's kind of it's kind of insane. Yeah, yeah. It's very 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 much insane. I didn't really understand until the pandemic. I didn't. I never looked into the healthcare system in terms of like how many hospitals are private. Most of them. Yeah, they're businesses. Yeah, and then the public ones are dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, everyone in this, everyone in every city, they could tell you the hospital that you don't want to go to. You know, when yeah. my mom, oh, she gonna probably be mad at me talking about this. But my mom had a heart attack recently, and like you know, within the last year, and she drove herself to the hospital Whoa. because because she lives in D.C., but it's right there on the border with with PG County, Maryland, and so it was based, It was because she she knew if she called nine one one, they would take her to the bad hospital. Uh, so she drove herself to the hospital so she could go oh to the Oh, my building. God. Yeah. It's like oh that out here. Oh, my God. The public hospital is fucking trash. <sighs> I saw a video of a kid who severe. It's one of the worst fractures of an ankle I've ever seen. And he's in the passenger seat being driven to the hospital. Mm. It is. Uh, it's not. In the passenger seat of what? A car, his friend's car. Like, Yeah, that's probably faster than taking someone in an yeah, ambulance. Yeah, but he's just, I mean. Jesus I don't Christ. know what else you do, obviously. But do you get leeway if you're driving somebody to the hospital? Like, like say you speeding or something, and they pull you over. If the cops are listening to you, said my friend's got a broken ankle, the cops will probably give you a police escort. Yeah, they probably got a broken ankle. I mean, if, if it sounds it pretty bad, bad like bad. bone through the skin and shit, uh, blood everywhere. But is there, is there some kind of signal you can give where like no. I'm not slowing down? I can't. Cops stop? would never listen because they have to follow you anyway, just to make sure it's true. Otherwise, you're just a psycho, just speeding around. Oh, right. Saying you're pregnant. I was like, you got to beat me to the hospital. I'm oh. giving birth. Yeah. Sir? Excuse me? <laughs> oh, yeah. I wonder what happens if a cop pulls someone over and they said, I'm giving birth now and it's a guy. Yeah. I seen You cop, have to let it slide. A cop <laughs> A cop let one of my cousins get, get away with just pissing on the side of the road. Oh. Cause like when he, cause he pulled him over, I was like, why are you speeding? He's like, I got to piss so bad. And he got out of the car and ran over and he let him piss. He was like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, sometimes you got to go. Yeah. Yeah, we've all been there. Did you see this What's story? This one? This is in Florida. There's a... Oh, a I deputy thought, pulled another deputy yeah, over. Yeah, I thought he, this was a stolen oh, car, but oh, it was no. not. He was just saying, I'm on my way to work. He's like, well, why are you going? So he's going 85 and a 45. And he just like, oh, walks wow. off. Yeah, because I, I, I think technically, because cops, cops don't have follow the same traffic code, but I think if you're not on shift, you can't just, just because you're in a cop car, you can't. Speed, right, right, right. You have to be going to like a scene. Or you just have to be on patrol. And Yeah, and but you're speed. still not allowed to speed. Like, you're not supposed yeah. to speed unless you're chasing someone. If you're going to a, a scene of a crime. Interesting. Yeah. I think you right. got fired for that. But. I got to wrap this up. Let's Brian, we got, in a, we got a show in an hour and a half. No, no. two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got several shows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeehaw. Let's go. Still living the life. Living All right, the brother. We're having fun. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. My don't, pleasure. Um, don't forget to follow the podcast, BS with Brian Simpson. BS with Brian Simpson. BS Comedian on Instagram and on Twitter. Yep. In Denver and New York in July.
and uh, filming at the Mothership in August. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh wait a minute. Also, one more thing I got to plug. Okay. We're doing a fundraising show at the Mothership week after July 4th for the... How good is the McVader? He's the best. Oh, he is the best. He's so good at this. This came out to haunt me because uh, Miami got fucked up. Yeah. But, but, uh, but yeah, we're hosting a fundraiser for the Veterans Hearts Project, which uh, treats veterans with psychedelics. What night is that up? It's the following Tuesday, the 4th of July, so what is that? The 11th? Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all.